following is a presentation of iHeartMedia Wheeling Sports. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. games, the top teams, the biggest rivalries, the hard-hitting action. Now with our pregame show, here's Chris Thoburn and John Hill. And we are back at it once again. Yorkville, Ohio, the site of tonight's contest featuring the Buckeye Local Panthers and the Edison Wildcats. Good evening and welcome into the Dowdy and Bauman Development pregame show. I'm Chris Thoburn alongside of John Hill. Call Dowdy and Bauman Development at 740-792-5115 for first-class service on all your blacktop and paving needs or visit their website at dowdyandbauman.com. John, let's get right down to it. Edison ranked number 12 in Region 19, Division 5. Currently have a three-game losing streak going into tonight's game. Three and five on the season, averaging 21 points per game. They are led offensively by senior quarterback Anthony Sinecropi. He was 5 of 26 for 125 yards, a touchdown and interception last week. Ten touchdown passing touchdowns on the season, but also ten interceptions on the season as well. Yeah, it definitely seems like the uh, Edison team is going to come with a little bit more of a uh, rushing attack here tonight against the uh, Buckeye local Panthers. Now, the Wildcats, they still have a little bit of a hope for a playoff berth, but they will need to win out, and they need teams in front of them to lose out. So Oak Hill holds in the eighth and final playoff spot right now with a 6-2 and two record. They face 4-4 four and four Eastern tonight and then close out the season at home against 7-1 and one Green. Martins Ferry holds number 7 spot at 5-3 and three as they host 3-5 and five Beaver Local tonight. Don't forget that they'll have Bel Air in uh, the next couple of weeks as well. Buckeye Local 0-8 on the season now, John. Unfortunately, they have been mathematically eliminated, so now just playing for some momentum going into next season. Yeah, it seems like they've had a little bit of a rough ride here this year at Buckeye Local, uh, especially with, you know, like you said, the 0-8 coming in on this season. But they will travel to uh, Harrison Central next week. They played a tough schedule this year with teams having a combined record of 37-26. and 26. They are led by senior Shane Christian and junior Seth Richardson. These are the This is the duo here tonight that's going to have to get a lot of things done. Edison, their team, they've given up some points. They've proven that they can put some points on the board as well. And once again, Edison coming pretty hungry into this game. Once again, they're not completely out. They need a lot of help. But if they can control their own destiny and finish 5-5, five and five, it might look uh, not an easy road, but maybe a more doable road in front of them. Yeah, you always want to kind of have the your own chances in your own hands so if they're able to finish out and you know just maybe have a couple things fall their way they could definitely be within the ohio playoff picture for sure coming up next on the dowdy and bauman development pregame show we'll break down the west virginia playoffs right now but don't worry hang out for the amb kia halftime show we'll also have the ohio playoff breakdown once again that'll be on the amb kia halftime show but up next we will let you know what is going on in the west virginia playoff scenario you're listening to the bordis and bordis high school football game of the week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Located at 500 County Road 18 in Rayland, Ohio, Dowdy and Bauman Development is a civil contractor specializing in small commercial and residential asphalt paving, pavement repair, seal coating, excavation, stripping, and trucking. Call 740-792-5115 for first-class service on all your blacktop and paving needs or visit their website at dowdyandbauman.com. Once again, that's Dowdy and Bauman Development, 740-792-5115. I'm Jamie Bordas of Bordas & Bordas. One of the things people wonder about us is whether they can afford to hire a law firm that's obtained record results for so many clients. The answer is yes. 
We take our cases on a contingency fee basis, which means you only pay a percentage of what we collect for you, and if we don't collect money for you, then you don't pay us. We also advance the case expenses out of our pocket so you don't have to reach into yours. It's part of our commitment to helping people when they need it most. Bordis and Bordis, fighting for justice. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's has the power tool brands pros count on every day. Come in now during DeWalt days and get up to 35% off select DeWalt tools like a DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill or a cordless impact driver, both with battery included, now $99 each. Plus, save time by ordering ahead online and your order will be ready for pickup in-store. Stop by or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 1031 while supplies last, U.S. only. Julie Leslie, COO of the Howard Group. Oscar was my fourth interview for a job I posted on LinkedIn. We discussed Excel, process flows. We really geeked out. I knew we had to hire him. Hire people you won't find anywhere else with LinkedIn Jobs. We look beyond job titles to match candidates with the right skills and experience to your role. I thought we were looking for a director of operations, but we were really looking for an Oscar. Start hiring with LinkedIn. Go to linkedin.com slash fox and get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And welcome back inside the Dowdy and Bauman pregame show. I'm Chris Thoburn alongside of John Hill. Let's give you a look at what's going on in the state of West Virginia right now. In Class AAA, the rankings 1 through 6 look like this. Two 8-0 teams, Martinsburg and Spring Valley, 7-0 Musselman, and then three 6-1 teams, John Capital, Huntington, Ripley. Before we get to our first OVAC team, that's number 7, Parkersburg South. They have the top defense in Class AAA right now, only giving up 71 points on the season. They are at Greenbrier East tonight before hosting Wheeling Park next week and then the showdown with Parkersburg to end the season. So South currently 5-2 and two on the season, John. Do you have them in or do you have them out? I actually have uh, South in right now. I think they're a very good team, and I definitely can see them making their push in the uh, West Virginia playoffs. I absolutely have Parkersburg South in as well. Next is number eight, Wheeling Park, five and two on the season. They host Princeton tonight, then they go to Parkersburg South, and then they host their arch rival in the ninth rank, John Marshall Monarchs. John, the Wheeling Park Patriots, do you have them in or do you have them out? I really think that they're going to be just fine, and I do have the Wheeling Park Patriots in this year just because I think that they're going to be able to advance. I know it's the top 16, but I definitely think they may be able to get seated a little bit better, especially with having John Marshall at the end of the schedule as well. Next is number nine, John Marshall at five and two on the season at Morgantown tonight. Then they host Warren and then Wheeling Park, John. They're in the ninth spot right now, but in or out. I'm actually going to go ahead and say I think they might be out here, Chris. I know they're on the edge. I know they've still got about five teams in between them, but I definitely see them having a tough time with Wheeling Park. And I think tonight against Morgantown, that could be a game where they might end up coming out of there with a loss. I don't disagree with you very often, but I am going to disagree with you on this one. I think they're going to squeak in right at the end, maybe a 15, maybe a 14 seed, somewhere in there. So I'm going to have the Monarchs in on that one. Parkersburg, John, coming in at number 10, followed by Hedgesville. Both those teams are 5-3 and three on the season. Number 12 is Cabell Midland at 4-4. Four and four. And then a tricky team, number 13, University at 4-4. Four and four. They host Preston tonight. And then the showdown between the Mohegans of Morgantown next week, John. The University Hawks in or out. I'm actually going to put them in, Chris. Uh, they, I think they're going to have their uh, 
their seniors, Amir Richardson and Logan Holgerson, maybe lead them on the way there into the playoffs. They've definitely got the team for it, Chris. Let's just see if they can put it all together. Coming up next on the Dowdy and Bauman pregame show, we'll continue to break down the state of West Virginia and also let you know who is playing later on here tonight. You're listening to the Dowdy and Bauman pregame show on the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Moscow Ballet's Great Russian Nutcracker Dazzles Wheeling. This Christmas season, bring the whole family together for the original holiday tradition. Experience the magic of the internationally acclaimed Moscow Ballet enchanting audiences on the wings of the Dove of Peace. It would not be Christmas without Moscow Ballet's Great Russian Nutcracker. Get tickets now at Nutcracker.com. Appearing at the Capitol Theater November 19th. If you are over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some urgent news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you compare all of the rates and products available. A free annuity rate report has been released, which reveals the annuities with the highest guaranteed rates and lowest fees. Grab a pen right now to receive this free annuity rate report. We researched over 2,000 annuities and have summarized the safest annuities with the highest guaranteed rates in our free report. To find the best annuities, you need the right information. To receive your free no-obligation annuity rate report, call 1-800-504-1712. That's 800-504-1712. Because when it comes to buying an annuity, shopping rates and products can save you thousands. Call 800-504-1712. 800-504-1712. 800-504-1712. Brought to you by Brooks & Company. Save half with discount deals at FoxSports1400Wheeling.com. Beginning Friday at 9, get a $25 gift certificate for Tito's Sloppy Dogs for only $12.50. Stop by Tito's 1068 Market Street for the best hot dogs in the Ohio Valley. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Friday from 8 till 4 and Saturdays 11 to 3. Tito's offers 100% all beef hot dogs and salads and sandwiches. Call 304-650-6252 to place your order. Go to FoxSports1400Wheeling.com. is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Hey, welcome back inside the Dowdy and Bauman pregame show. I'm Chris Thoburn alongside of John Hill. Switching over to Class AA in West Virginia right now. Three undefeated teams have the top three spots. Fairmont Senior, Polka, and Nicholas County. Followed by Bridgeport, Bluefield, Point Pleasant, Kaiser, Robert C. Bird, Grafton, Oak Hill, Frankfurt, Mingo Central, and then, John, we finally get to number 13 where we get Weir. The Red Riders are 6-2 and two on the season with two losses. Coming to number one, Fairmont Senior, and number seven, Kaiser. When Weir finishes the season with East Liverpool and then Brooke. The Red Riders, in or out? I really think they're going to be in here, Chris. They're sitting at 13, like you just said, and they've got Brooke, which is one of, not one of the better teams in the OVAC right now, and I think East Liverpool will be a tough challenge for them, but I can definitely see them coming out on top in this game. The Red Riders, they get the Division One recruit in Tyler Komroski back tonight, so I have the Red Riders in as well. The rest of the AA rankings are Shady Spring, Wayne, and James Monroe. One team that has not been mathematically eliminated but needs a lot of work is Oakland at number 24, 
They're going to need to win out to finish 6-4 and four on the season. They're at East Fairmont tonight, who is winless, and then they finish the season with Beaver Local. John, do the Golden Bears have enough time and strength to make a run at the playoffs? I think they're going to be one of the teams that may have just run out of games to play here, Chris. I know you say they have to finish out 6-4 and four on this season to be able to succeed and maybe make the playoffs, but I think that's just a little too little, a little too late here for the Oakland Bears. I can see them winning out for sure, but like I said, it is going to be very, very tough road for them. But so the Golden Bears, a lot of guys coming back next year, could definitely see them making exactly. a run. Yeah, very young team, like you said. In class single away, Wheeling Central holds the number one spot. Big question is, John, do they stay there? They have Portsmouth West tonight and then Shady Side next week, and then they finish the season at Magnolia. So the Maroon Knights pretty much in the playoffs right now, no matter what happens in these next three games. John, do they go in as the number one seed? I think it's going to be very hard for them, especially with a team like Shady Side next week. Um, we've done quite a few games of Shady Side here so far, but I think it's going to be one of our games of the season next week, especially with them. Can I see them being the number one seed? Yes, I can. Can, but it's also going to take a lot of fight and a lot of desire. I know they haven't given up much on defense, and I think they're going to have a big test with Kelly Hendershot and Connor Banco next week with Shadyside. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm going to say that they do finish the season 10-0. and It's going to be very, very tough, but I can see the Maroon Knights going in as the number one seed. They're followed by Mount View and Midland Trail, who sit in the t- number two and number three spots, followed by 8-0 Cameron, John. They host Bellsville tonight, and then they finish the season hosting Bridgeport, Ohio, that is, not Bridgeport, West Virginia, Bridgeport, Ohio. John, I have the Dragons finishing 10-0 and on the season. What do you say? I definitely agree with you on that one. That is one we're going to definitely agree on. So far, folks, we've only disagreed on one thing. So you can tell that we're best friends, and it's just like, <laughs> and it's very hard for us to disagree on something. I think I just did one just to try to confuse him a little bit more than anything else. Doddridge County, Williamstown, Parkersburg Catholic, Pendleton County, Tucker County, Sherman, Van, Fayetteville. Follow those teams, and then we get to number 13, Magnolia, who hosts Tyler Consolidated tonight, and they sit at 5-3. and three. Tall task again for the Eagles tonight with Tyler Consolidated, and then Wheeling Central next week. John, does Magnolia squeak in? I definitely see they could, especially with the victory here tonight. If they can get that victory against Tyler Consolidated, Chris, I think they'll be well on their way to be able to get into the playoffs. And uh, definitely will be a little bit tough with uh, Wheeling Central, but definitely could see them getting in, especially with Wheeling Central having that number one rank. And the jinx continues because I actually have the Eagles out. I think Tyler Consolidated is going to pull the upset tonight, and I think Wheeling Central will get them next week. So, unfortunately, I can maybe see the Eagles' season ending. Nothing to hold their heads about. They could prove me wrong. I hope they prove me wrong and slide into the uh, Class A playoffs there. Number 14 is Summers County. And then it gets very interesting because Tyler Consolidated and Ritchie County are tied for the final playoff spot. The Silver Knights once again play Magnolia tonight, and then they are home against Valley, and then last year's state runner-up St. Mary's, who remembers having a down year. John, I already said Tyler Consolidated. I have them in. Do you have the Silver Knights in? I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on this one as well, Chris. Uh, don't want to don't want to mess up the people at home too much. So, <laughs> a few teams on the outside looking in are Clay Battelle at four and three, Madonna at three and four. They're going to need a lot of help to get in, but unfortunately, Valley, Payton City, and Hundred will all see their seasons come to an end as they have been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. Don't forget, in the AAB Kia halftime show, we are going to break down the state of Ohio in college football action. Last night, Arkansas State picks up a fifty-one to thirty-five victory over Georgia State. Stanford pulls off the Pac-12 upset over Arizona State 20-13 to tonight in college football. 
Colorado State travels to Boise State, and Air Force is at UNLV. In high school football action, Brooke traveling down to Buchanan to take on Buchanan Upshur. Bellsville playing host to undefeated Cameron. John Marshall making the trek all the way down to Morgantown to take on the Mohegans. Connaughton Valley travels to Clay Battelle. Magnolia playing host to Tyler Consolidated. Once again, big playoff implications. In that game, Oakland's at East Fairmont. Doddridge County at Valley. East Liverpool hosting Weir. Cardinal O'Hara out of the New York area taking on Steubenville. Wheeling Park playing host to Princeton over on the island. Lindsley traveling to Meadowbrook, another big game. Once again, we'll talk about the Meadowbrook Colts playoff chances in the A&B Kia halftime show. St. Clairsville travels to South Range. Martins Ferry is playing host to Beaver Local just down Route 7 here a little bit. Barnesville traveling to Caldwell's. The Redskins trying to hold on to their playoff lives right now. Monroe Central traveling to Frontier. United Local playing host to Toronto. Shenandoah at Fort Fry. Crestview at Indian Creek. Shadyside and Bridgeport doing battle out in St. Clairsville. That game is on KISS 95-7. Lutheran East out of the Cleveland area playing host. Or check that. They are actually in Caddis playing, taking on Harrison Central. Hundreds at Tigers Valley. And then tomorrow, Union Local is at Bel Air. Wheeling Central at Portsmouth West. That's a neutral game in Hebron. On Ohio. Madonna at Steubenville Catholic, River at Lucas, in college football, West Virginia State at West Liberty, Penn State at Indiana, Florida Atlantic at Marshall, Ohio State at Purdue, and then Sunday, the Mount Union JV team will take on Wheeling Jesuit. That'll do it for the Dowdy and Bauman Development pregame show. The kickoff is next. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Attention, Lodging Group is giving out five days in a luxurious resort in Orlando for four people with shuttle and tickets to a theme park for only $2.99. But you must tell me the name of a country without the letter A in its name. You know it? A country that does not have the letter A in its name. You go with your family to Disney with tickets to a theme park. Call now, 1-888-330-7923. 1-888-330-7923. You'll get five days in the magical world of Orlando with free shuttle and tickets to a theme park only for the first 20 callers. Tell me a country without the letter A in its name. 1-888-330-7923. 1-888-330-7923. If you're one of the first 20 callers, we'll add a second bonus destination to Las Vegas, Nevada for the same $2.99. Call now and tell me a country without the letter A in its name. 1-888-330-7923. 1-888-330-7923. That's 1-888-330-7923. Lodging Group, LLC. Certain restrictions apply. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed cheesy bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each, and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stuffed cheesy bread and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. Tough crowd. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twists, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizzas, and bread bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limit time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. <laughs> This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. 
and welcome back inside the Convenient Food Mart press box. Stop by your Convenient Food Mart, the little superstore, for all your tailgating needs. Just about get get ready for kickoff here on Senior Night. Sorry, just kind of stumbled over my words on that one. Senior Night here for the Buckeye Local Panthers. They honored the band, the cheerleaders, and also the football team in the beginning of the game here. So it was really cool to be able to see that uh, here tonight, John. Yeah, it was definitely a fun time here. I was speaking to our friend Brad. Uh, we kind of know him through the nailers. He said usually on nights like tonight they uh, do a pink out for uh, breast oh, cancer cool. awareness. But what it's looking like here tonight is a little bit different, something I've never seen. Looks like it's Christmas night here in uh, Buckeye Local. we got some Santa yeah. hats. Yeah, it's got here. some down here in the student yeah. section. That's pretty cool. Definitely something we haven't seen here before, so give them a shout-out for doing something a little bit different. Yeah, I really like it. Getting ready for the Domino's kickoff. If you're hungry, call your local Domino's to order your hot and fresh pizza, subs, wings, and dessert for the football game. You think if we call them right now, they can bring a pizza up to the press box for us? We were discussing that, actually, before we went on the air. If there was actually... Now, I mean, obviously, you know, pizza will deliver, but then talking about apps, if uh, they would deliver from convenience stores, once again, we have the Convenient Food Mart press box here. So I wonder if convenient ever to the press box. I would really appreciate a monster right about now from them. If they want to send one my way, uh, just just letting them know, an ultra sunrise would be great. Bryce Bauer back in the studio, Fox Sports Wheeling, keeping us on the air all evening long, and he let us know before we went on air that he was cracking the monster down there so we hope we keep him awake down there special thanks to bryce and jimmy keeping us on the air all evening long as edison has won the toss they chose to defer to the second half and it will be keith and woods kicking off here for edison and we are underway here at world war ii memorial stadium in yorkville ohio as buckeye local is going to return the ball up to the 40 yard line and that is where the panthers will begin their first drive of this game yeah we're going to get to see the uh, dynamic duo here for buckeye local I'm sorry, I'm trying to catch some names here. Uh, Shane Christian and Seth Richardson. So we're going to see what they're able to come up with here on this first drive. Now, don't forget, John, they'll also line up Christensen in the quarterback position as well to be able to get him the ball. So he is lined up out there now. Actually, yeah, there he is in the backfield there for Buckeye Local. They're going to send two men in motion right now, and we're going to have a false start already to begin this game. Or it looked like one of the offensive or defensive linemen rather moved quickly down there. That's going to be Caleb Berganti. And we will see. There's about like four flags that we're throwing there. I'm not sure. Okay, they're going to go ahead and get yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, Edison. it was definitely Edison on that one. So it'll be first down and five. Ball will be on the Buckeye local 45-yard line as we begin this game here. Two receivers to each side for the Panthers as Seth Richardson coming in at the quarterback position. Six foot five, 165-pound junior here for Buckeye local. He is going to hand the ball off. It's going to go to Charles Smith. He's going to have a pretty quick run just shy of midfield. Well, we'll see where they're going to mark this. They're going to mark it right at midfield, John. Because that's where we're right about lined up here, Chris. It looks like he's going to be oh, – nope, they're going to go ahead and give him the first down on that one. I thought maybe it was going to be a second and short there, but they're going to go ahead and give him the first down after the penalty. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, the 50-yard line, it was the line to gain there, and he clearly got it. So it'll be first down and 10 for Buckeye Local. Ball right at midfield, just underway here in the first quarter. Christensen going to go in motion now for Buckeye Local here to the near side. Handoff's going to go to Smith up the middle. He has another nice carry just shy of the 40-yard line. It'll be second down upcoming for the Panthers. So Charles Smith 
few really nice carries to begin this game. Yeah, I was going to say, Chris, he looks very hard to bring down out there. It seems like Edison's having issues bringing him down as of right now. Chris, something I'm noticing, actually, if you look to your right a little bit, we still got a whole line of cars trying to get into the stadium here tonight for the final home game of the season for Buckeye Local. Final home game of the season, indeed. It'll be two receivers to each side. It'll be a QB keeper by Richardson up the middle. He is going to get to the 40-yard line, and we'll have Buckeye Local's second first down of this drive. And, man, Buckeye Local really deciding that they'd like to uh, give this crowd something to cheer about here tonight with that second first down. Just going for the easy little QB sneak there and able to get it. First down and 10 upcoming ball on the Edison 40-yard line. 10.40 on a running clock here in the first quarter. No score between the Panthers and the Edison Wildcats. Once again, the Wildcats playing for their playoff lives here tonight. Ranked number 12 in their region right now, so they're going to need to win this game and get some help in front of them. They're going to back way off on coverage on this one, but Buckeye Local is going to need to take a timeout to discuss this one. 10.24 to go in the first quarter of play. No score. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Football fans love a great tailgate party, and if you're the host this season for the big game, let your friends at Convenient Food Mart take care of the food. Featuring all-season long 12-piece chicken dinners or 24 chicken wings for only $19.99. Plus, pick up a sub-express platter for only $34.99. Or pepperoni rolls for only $19.99. Don't forget to pick up all the drinks, snacks, and other tailgate party essentials from CFM Express. Go to visitmyconvenient.net to find your neighborhood location and availability. Convenient Food Mart, your tailgate party headquarters. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Brian Palmer will get the pitch on the uh, ensuing play as we come back here. We'll get up to the 38-yard line. Brings up second down and eight for Buckeye Local. Clock striking right at 10 minutes. Yeah, it looks like Edison might be making a little bit of an adjustment here, Chris. Looks like they're putting about three or four guys uh, three or four of their linebackers more towards in the box, making Edison or Buckeye go more towards the outside here. It's kind of like a three, almost like a three-five-three three type defense, if you will. Handoff's going to go up the middle to Smith. Once again, he's going to have a nice run up over the 35-yard line, and that'll bring up third down for the Panthers. Interesting uh, thing we're about to see here, Chris. It's about second, third and three it's going to look like here. We'll see if maybe Buckeye sticks with the run or maybe throw in a pass here because it seems like Edison's starting to key on the run like you'd mentioned. They had eight guys in the box on that last play, so they're starting to threaten them and say, you know, if you want to beat us, you're going to have to pass the ball here a little bit. I mean, Seth Richardson, he was 15 of 20 last week in their game, so he's definitely somebody that can complete some passes out there for Buckeye Local. Twins to each side now. Richardson's going to come in under center. He's going to hand it off to number 30. That is going to be Jack Reese up the middle. And he will have the Buckeye Local first down. 
That's what I was just waiting here just to make sure that didn't seem like here anybody was waving for it, but that's definitely going to be another first down here for Buckeye Local. Talk about a good starting drive, especially here tonight. They're definitely moving the ball down the field here. And I was talking once again to our friend here. He said that the field was a mess after their last home game, so it looks like they did a great job being able to get this field back into playing condition here tonight. Yeah, it's really good to see. We had a lot of rain come in over the past couple weeks, so... Good to see them be able to go out there. Spread formation now for Buckeye Local. Trips to the far side. One receiver to the near side. We're going to have a flag on the play. It's going to come all the way at the uh, from the back judge. It's actually going to be a delay a game against Buckeye Local. So that's going to move the ball back to the 35-yard line. Be first down and 15 for the Panthers. Yeah, definitely not what you want to do after you've gotten those like three first downs that they've gotten here so far. So hopefully they can continue to do that. It seems like we've seen a uh, theme this year. When you end up getting a penalty, usually on the first play, you're not able to be very successful after that. And uh, I want to apologize for last week. I was pretty sick. This week I'm feeling a lot better, so hopefully I sound better <laughs> in your ears out there as well. So thanks for bearing with us last week. John doing a great job on the play-by-play, and we're going to have another flag before this play starts. And I believe, John, we're going to have a false start upcoming against the Panthers. Yeah, this is really going to shoot them in the foot if this is the call here. Just waiting for what the referee. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, it'll be a false start upcoming now against Buckeye Local, so that's going to move the ball all the way back to the Edison 40-yard line. Going to bring up first down and 20 for the Panthers. 8.29 here on a stop clock. No score on Buckeye Local's first drive. And, uh, Chris, since uh, people can actually hear my voice, I guess we can let them know that I did finish our race that we did last weekend. <laughs> so I did make it. We ended up being under 45 minutes on a 4.1-mile course, so it was pretty fun last weekend. I was pretty impressed with John. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in this game as Richardson's going to attempt his first pass of the game. It's going to fall incomplete for Charles Smith right in the backfield there, so it'll bring up second down and 20. Uh, John, you know, like I said, if you follow me on Facebook, we did the Facebook Live. He, he threatened to murder me. You know, it was but, about mile two and a half. After but, that, I hit my runner's high, and I was Yeah, good. but we, we had a lot of fun up there. And uh, don't forget, you can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at cthoburn87. He's at averagegoalie33. So you can follow us on Twitter. Ask us some questions throughout the game here tonight. We'll be more than happy to answer when possible. Second down and 20 upcoming once again. Richardson back to pass, looking across the middle. Pass is complete to Christian, and he will be spun down at the 30-yard line. So, John, a 10-yard gain, almost back, actually we'll call it an 11-yard gain, will bring up third down and nine just past the original line of scrimmage. Really got to give it to the Buckeye offensive line on that one, Chris. Edison was definitely threading a blitz, and they were able to just shut it down, and they end up getting right back to the original almost line of scrimmage here. And we're going to see what they come up with. Another passing play probably on the way, and we'll see if Addison is able to get any pressure. Shotgun formation now for Buckeye Local with receivers to each side. Richardson back to pass, going to look across the middle again, and he has Christian who takes a huge hit, but he hangs on to the ball, and that'll be a first down for Buckeye Local entering the Sport Your Colors red zone. Sport Your Colors, like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, both at Sport Your Colors. Man, is he having fun down there, Shane Christian, after he took the giant hit from Ryan Higgs of Edison. That's definitely something. That might be the biggest hit we've seen all year, Chris. Big, big hit indeed. Shane Christian able to hang on to that ball for his second catch of the night. And we're going to have an, a split back formation now. We're going to also have a flag on the play as Buckeye Local had too many guys in the huddle on that one. Yeah, that was definitely the quickest flag I've ever seen here in football. So 
Looks like the referees did some math over there, able to come up with the fact that Buckeye had 12 guys on the field. That's going to move the ball back to the 24-yard line. And that will bring up first down and 15 here for the Panthers, John. So penalties, penalties, penalties here in the beginning of this game. Buckeye Local already been penalized for 15 yards. Yeah, it's definitely not the way you want to go and try to win a football game here, Chris. Handoff is going to go to Brian Palmer this time, who bowls over one of his defenders just shy of the 15-yard line, and that'll bring up second down for Buckeye Local. Yeah, they're going to get right at about the, it looks like it's going to be about a second and five here, so great run by him to be able to gain those yards back that they got on the penalty. I apologize, folks, it's going to be about second and seven. I've been on a little bit more of an angle here. Offset pro formation now for Buckeye Local. Double coverage on Christian on the near side. Palmer spinning at the line of scrimmage, keeping his feet. He'll be forced out of bounds by Logan Hanchin, excuse me. And that'll be a third down now for the Panthers, but very manageable. Yeah, it's definitely about a third and two maybe it looks like here. So we'll see what Edison is able to come up with here, Chris. They haven't had much of an answer here so far for this Buckeye local offense. Once again, defense has been one of the biggest things uh, for uh, Edison this year that has been tough. As it looks like the coaches and the referee are having a conversation right now. 6-19 on a stop clock. No score between Buckeye Local and Edison. Ball is going to be on the Edison 12-yard line, third down and two. Upcoming for the Panthers. Gino Barber, the far side receiver for Buckeye Local. Shane Christian here on the near side. Richardson coming in under center. He's going to hand it off up the middle to Charles Smith, who continues to drag the pile inside the 10-yard line. And that should be close enough for a Buckeye Local first down. Man, Charles Smith was able to get the ball there on the fullback handoff. And his offensive line basically pushed him and willed him to that first down here, Chris. We're looking at a first and goal here in the Sports Your Colors red zone. Ball will be on the seven-yard line, as John said. First down and goal upcoming. Offset pro formation. Barber is the far side receiver. Christian's, Christian, the near side receiver. Handoff's going to go to Palmer up the middle, and he is going to be stopped. I believe they're going to stop his forward progress at the nine-yard line. Yeah, that looks like where the referees are going to spot him on that one. Good job by the Edison team to be able to lock down that line a little bit more on the inside. They've had trouble with those inside runs here on this first drive. 5.34 left to play. Man, this game's already flying by here, Chris. Yeah, Buckeye Local just kind of, like I said, the penalty is earlier, but then they just continue to run the ball down the field. Offset pro formation. Barber, the far side receiver. Christian, the near side receiver. Richardson back to pass, looking toward the end zone. His receiver fell down on that one, but the ball will go out of bounds. We'll bring up third down and goal from the Edison nine-yard line. Yeah, it looked like Seth Richardson on that one kind of got fooled by Edison. Edison looked like they were maybe coming on an all-out blitz, and most of them dropped back into coverage, and I think he hurried when he saw that and just kind of threw it out of the end zone and out of the hands of Shane Christian, who fell down on that one. I believe it was Zane Dean. No, check that. It is actually going to be Ryan Higgs was on the coverage there for Edison. Luckily, the ball was thrown out of bounds on that one. Trips to the far side. One receiver here to the near side. The lone running back is Charles Smith. Lining up next to his quarterback, Richardson. Richardson back to pass. Looking across the middle. Pass is in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. Falls incomplete. That was Barber on the far side. It will bring up fourth down and goal 
from the nine-yard line. We'll see what Buckeye Local decides to do on this one. Yeah, they're kind of looking a little bit like WVU against Kansas a couple weeks ago where they were having trouble converting once they got inside the 10-yard line, and it seems like that's starting to happen here to Buckeye. It gets a lot easier for a defense to fend down there, but it makes it harder for the offense as well. Fourth down and goal from the nine. They're going to go for it on this one. Shotgun formation, receivers to each side for the Panthers. Five seconds on the play clock. Richardson back to pass. Pressure coming. Steps up toward the middle, and he's going to be hit, and the ball is going to actually pop out, but they're going to say he was down at the 14-yard line, so Edison will get the ball back on a turnover on downs. So once a promising start here for Buckeye Local turns into almost utter flames as they're going to give the ball back to Edison here at about their fifth, at, uh, their own 15-yard line. Yeah, I mean, they took off a lot of time. We're already down to 5.03 here in the first quarter. No score, and Edison is just now getting their first drive of the game. And we're going to see here what Edison is able to come up with. Definitely excited to see this offense. They've been one of the more high-powered offenses here in the OVA Seacrest. Anthony Sinecropi coming in at quarterback, 5'9", 155-pound junior. He is a southpaw down there. I believe he's the first southpaw quarterback that we've seen so far this season. John, another guy that I mentioned before we came on the air is Tyler Griffith. He's a 6'2", 215-pound freshman. He's going to line up at running back here tonight, but he will also be the future for Edison in the quarterback position, and it looks like the Wildcats are going to have to burn a timeout before coming on the field here. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Get ready for the best four years of your life at West Liberty University where a quality education and hands-on learning awaits you, where $5 million in scholarships and the metro rate makes a quality education possible, where living on campus, joining clubs, cheering for the Hilltoppers, and enjoying our beautiful campus give you the total college experience. It's all here at West Liberty University. Quality, affordable, total college experience. Mean old car dealer told you no? We tell you yes. Go to ANBAutosales.com. No credit, bad credit, UGLY credit. It doesn't matter. Get approved now at ANBAutosales.com. Even if you've been through bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce, late payments, you can get a loan. Newer used cars, trucks, SUVs. ANBAutosales.com. No matter what you've been through, we give you your next chance. Apply now. ANBAutosales.com. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Caleb Wagner will have the carry here to begin the game. He is a speedster out there for Edison. He'll have a nice gain up over the 20-yard line. We'll bring up second down for the Wildcats. Wagner, the 5'8", 140-pound junior for the Wildcats. Looks like on the last drive that uh, Buckeye Local had, Chris, we know we mentioned that they burned a lot of clock. They, play, they ran 16 plays on that drive before they were finally stopped there. So 16 plays, very really impressive down there as they march down the field but just not able to get it in from the 9-yard line. Second down and four upcoming ball on the Edison 21-yard line. Sinecropi in now under center. Sinecropi is going to pitch it out here to Wagner up the middle. Flag on the play. And he is going to be brought down at the 25-yard line. And I believe we're going to have a hold on the guilty party there. Lucas McLean, the 5'11", 255-pound junior there for Edison. 
Yeah, it definitely looked like that. And that's where the flag is, and that's what the referee's going to call here. Again, Edison's going to be the hold, and it looks like Chris is right on the guilty party on that one. The defender beat him, and then when he got by him, he just kind of reached out that one hand and grabbed onto the jersey right in front of the official. So it's going to be called every that's time. you don't want to do. It's going to be moved all the way back to the Edison 10-yard line. So it'll be second down and long upcoming now for the Wildcats. I formation for Edison. Receivers to each side. Sinecroppy coming in under center. Wagner is his running back. Also back there is Tyler Griffith. Wagner's going to get the handoff up the middle, up over the 15-yard line, just past the original line of scrimmage, and that'll bring up third down for Edison. Chris, I'm definitely excited to see what uh, Wagner's able to do, especially after that first run that when we were in the commercial break. He didn't really have much there, but he was able to make nothing and turn it into something there. He got about six yards on that run when he hit the outside, and he seems like he's quite the little speedster down there for Edison. I know he had he had a couple games this year where he had multiple touchdowns. Receiver's going to come out to each side now. Sinecropi's going to go back in the shotgun formation. The southpaw looking downfield, throws a really nice ball up in the air, and it is going to fall incomplete for Noah Woods. Man, Sinecropi throws a really nice spiral on that ball. Yeah, that was a really good ball right there, and if, he, if Noah Woods would have been able to come down with that one, Chris, that would have been in the contention for our catch of the year for sure. He jumped over his defender, and then he just kind of, the ball just fell harmlessly to the turf after that, but he tried everything in his power to bring that ball down. Andrew Kinney back in punt formation now for Edison. Buckeye Local is not going to send anybody back on this one. He is going to get the punt off, and it'll take a Buckeye Local roll down to the Edison 42-yard line. It's a very good field position here for the Panthers. No score, 3.50 to go here in the first quarter of play. Let's see here if Buckeye Local is able to build a little bit of momentum here on their offensive side. They were able to move the ball, so they know they can move the ball against the Edison Wildcats. It's just going to see what they are able to do with it here on the second drive. Now, I know we're near Halloween here, so excuse the pun, but the House of Horrors just continuing right now for Bridgeport as they are already down 21-0 the shady side in the first quarter. You knew Shady side. This was kind of a trap game for them with Wheeling Central coming up next, but the Tigers showing no mercy right now for the Bulldogs as they take a 21 to nothing lead. Handoff up the middle to Charles Smith on the 40 yard line, and he will be brought down immediately. It'll bring up second down and 10 for the Panthers from the Edison 41 yard line. Man, it looks like Shady Side's really fired up for that game against Central next week, and me and Chris will be here to bring it to you here on 103.9 Fox Sports. We and we're going to bring you all the action between the number one Wheeling Central Maroon Knights and Shadyside. So it's going to be a great game, and they're ranked number three in their respective division. Yeah, so Shadyside right now, it's sitting pretty in a playoff spot, but they would like nothing more than to beat the Cross River rivals. Richardson's going to heave one up into the air here. It is going to be brought down by Shane Christian for his third catch of the night all the way down to the 10-yard line as they enter the Sport Your Colors red zone. Sport Your Colors, they have a graphic designer on site to make your vision come to life. Stop by Sport Your Colors at 1615 Warwood Avenue in Wheeling. What a catch there by Christian. That would be in contention, but some of the catches we've seen from Wheeling Park this year are just a little bit better, but dang, that was one heck of a catch. Richardson going to come in under center. Charles Smith in the backfield now for Buckeye Local. 
Here's Richardson going to hand it off on the end around. He's going to be brought down in the backfield. That is going to be the tight end number 30, Jack Reese. John, real quick, a game that we're keeping our eye on here tonight. In the first quarter, Magnolia has a 14-7 lead on Tyler Consolidated. Mm. So the Blue Eagles trying to make a liar out of me out there. I wonder who picked them to win tonight. Hey, I always have one game that I put a theme on upset alert. And that, you know, for some reason, that was my one here tonight. But, you know, once again, Tyler Consolidated, Magnolia, big rivalry game every year. Every Anything can happen. Chris, I'm almost wondering here if they're going to throw a jump ball up to Shane Christensen once again, see if he can come down with it. Christian goes in motion now for Buckeye local Richardson. Going to hand off to Charles Smith up the middle. He's going to be brought down in the backfield to about the 15-14 yard line, kind of in the middle there. Actually, they're going to stop his forward progress at the 13, so that's going to bring up third down. Chris, you almost got to kind of question the play calling on that one. It was second and long. I'm not sure why they're running the ball here to make it third and 13. They had a great catcher by Shane Christian. And I think that they are going to try to maybe throw one up here to him, but it looks like they're going to Edison's going to go ahead and put almost triple coverage on him right now. It's actually third down and goal from the 13-yard line. Trips to the far side. One receiver here to the near side for Buckeye Local. Richardson back to pass, looking across the middle, and the pass is going to fall in and out of the hands of Geno Barber. Falls incomplete. Will bring up fourth down and 13, fourth down and goal rather from the 13-yard line. We'll see what uh, Edison came up with on that one. They definitely shut down Shane Christian, who I think he was looking for, but there was about four guys in the area of him trying to get that ball, so there was no way that the quarterback was going to be able to get him that one. So he goes to one of his under routes, and it was just slightly underthrown here with 124 left to play. Fourth and 13, and Buckeye Local's going to go for it here, Chris. Trips on the far side, one receiver to the near side. That's Christian in one-on-one coverage in a battle of tens there with Ryan Higgs. Richardson back to pass, eyeing Christian the whole time, but this time he's going to look across the middle, and it is going to fall incomplete for Corbin Westfall, and that'll be the second turnover on downs for Buckeye Local. Man, that was just not very good once they got inside the 20-yard line. Once again from Buckeye Local, two underneath throws that just hit the hands of the receiver and fall aimlessly to the turf, so definitely not the way they wanted to start this football game here tonight. Don't forget, coming up on the AMB Kia Halftime Show, we'll give you the stats and scoring summary, as well breaking down the Ohio playoffs and then give you some OVAC scores from around the area here tonight, John. Once again, a lot of big games going on here tonight. The playoffs really starting to take shape, but a lot of things can happen here in the final weeks as Edison, once again, is going to take over on their own 13-yard line. Sinecropi going to hand it off to Wagner. Wagner breaking a tackle. will get down to the 15-yard line, and that'll bring up a second down and about eight. For Edison as the clock is getting ready to strike under one minute. Folks, don't forget tomorrow night the Wheeling Nailers will return to action at 7.35 against the Cincinnati Cyclones. You can listen to that on 93.7 The Mix, uh, the Ohio Valley's home for Wheeling Nailers hockey. I won't be able to listen there, Chris, <laughs> because I will actually be in Cincinnati cheering on the Nailers. They lost their first game of the season to the Norfolk Admirals 5-3 to last weekend, so hoping to rebound this next Saturday. Wagner up the middle once again up over the 20-yard line, and that'll bring up a third down now for Edison. As John mentioned, once again, you can follow the Nailers all season long on Mix 97.3. The Nailers going to the Queen City tomorrow to take on the Cyclones. I know a lot of folks from Wheeling will actually be making that trip out there, the Booster Club being one of them. So safe travels to everybody, especially John, you and your fiance Kathy, on the way out to that game. I formation now for Edison, 13 seconds on the game clock. 
and Sinecropi going to come in under center. He's going to hand it off to the freshman fullback, Tyler Griffith. He's going to dive toward the 24-yard line. He needed to gain the – or check that, toward the 23. He needed to gain that line. And it is going to be a first down for Edison. That's also going to wrap up the first quarter of play. No score between Buckeye Local and Edison. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. Distracted driving is extremely dangerous. Accidents can happen in a second, and the effects last a lifetime. Keep your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Never text and drive. I'm Attorney Ark Chafin. If you've been injured in an accident, call us today at 1-800-233-7000. You don't even have to leave your home. We'll come to you. Chafin Luhana, doing good by doing right. Every day in everything we do. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Back to action here. It is going to be a flea flicker pass, and it is going to be complete on the far side to Ryan Higgs. He's off to the races, but he is going to be brought down at the five-yard line. So what happened, Sinecropi pitched it back to Noah Woods, who found Ryan Higgs streaking down the sideline there, gets all the way up to the Buckeye local five-yard line for the first down as Edison enters the Sport Your Colors red zone. Sport Your Colors, the place to go for all your screen printing, embroidery, team apparel, and letterman jacket needs. Call Sport Your Colors at 304-277-2777. What a throw there by Noah Woods. I know they got him listed as a wide receiver and QB, but, man, he got him to him wide open, and now Edison in the red zone for the first time tonight. Hainoff's going to go to Wagner up the middle. He is going to be brought down just shy of the goal line, so it'll bring up second down and goal for the Wildcats. And it looks like Edison is going to be threatening for the first time here tonight. We'll see if they have a little bit more luck than Buckeye Local has had on their first two drives. Second down and goal coming now from the one-yard line. They go with a full house formation. Actually, they're going to send two receivers out now, so it'll be the I formation. Griffith is the fullback. Wagner is the running back. The handoff's going to go to Griffith up the middle. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Edison. And Edison is able to get some points on the board after the flea flicker play that Chris had mentioned on the first play that was able to get them the whole length of the field almost on that one. Here with 11-11 left to play. 6-0, Edison. So Edison getting on the board the first points of this game from the freshman Tyler Griffith, 6'2", 215 pounds. He is a quarterback and also a fullback. And like I mentioned, John, more likely is going to be the quarterback of the future for this Edison team. Chris, it looks like here that Edison does not have a kicker, so they're going to go ahead and go for two. We're going to have unsportsmanlike conduct against Buckeye Local at the end of the uh, touchdown there. So we'll see if that will be assessed on the kickoff. Not quite sure what was said down there on the sideline, or in the end zone, rather. Probably some words that your mother wouldn't like to hear, though, Chris. So we'll see what they're going to do for the extra point. 
on this one. And like John said, Edison, they're going to go for it, go for two, and they're going to line up uh, Tyler Griffith, who just had the touchdown run. Griffith is going to fake the handoff. He's going to tuck it, but he is going to be stopped just shy of the goal line. Two-point conversions, no good. So with 11-11 remaining here in the second quarter of play, Edison 6, Buckeye Local nothing. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. I'm Jamie Bordis of Bordis and Bordis. One of the things people wonder about us is whether they can afford to hire a law firm that's obtained record results for so many clients. The answer is yes. We take our cases on a contingency fee basis, which means you only pay a percentage of what we collect for you, and if we don't collect money for you, then you don't pay us. We also advance the case expenses out of our pocket so you don't have to reach into yours. It's part of our commitment to helping people when they need it most. Bordis and Bordis, fighting for justice. Monster Jam! There's only one event with high-octane energy, heart-pounding action, and non-stop excitement. These are no ordinary trucks, and this is no ordinary family entertainment. Monster Jam! Featuring some of the biggest names in the sport, C-Grade Digger, El Toro Loco, and more. Monster Jam returns to West Bank Arena October 19th through 21st. Tickets start at $15. Don't miss this live event that's fun for all ages. Lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And Edison going to try the onside kick here as they were kicking off from the 45-yard line, but it is literally going to roll all the way back to the 44-yard line. So it will be a legal procedure there against Edison, but Buckeye Local will more than likely take the ball on the 44-yard line. And don't forget, folks, the West Virginia Mountaineers are back in action this upcoming Thursday against the Baylor Bears. The kickoff will be at 7 p.m. right here on Ohio Valley's home for the West Virginia Mountaineers. Fox Sports Wheeling. I'll actually be making the trek down to Morgantown I've for that game. It. I've thought about it, maybe. So, a lot of games left for the Mountaineers. They uh, dropped a tough one last week. Chris, I almost think it's a good thing they dropped that game. Make the team face a little bit of adversity here in about the mid part of the season. Then they're going to end up, like we said, playing Baylor, TCU, Texas, and then Oklahoma right after that. The Oklahoma State in between okay, there as well, yeah. But they've definitely got some rough road ahead, but I think it's a good thing for them to face a little bit of adversity here. I know that the Iowa State game, you're not really wanting to lose a football game, but that's definitely one that they can come back from, I do believe. So Buckeye Local is going to get the ball on the 49-yard line after the five-yard illegal procedure penalty with 11-11 to go here in the second quarter of play. Two men go in motion now for Buckeye Local. Richardson under center is going to hand it off to his tight end on that one going to be Jack Reese but he is going to be dropped all the way back at the 47 yard line for a loss of two on the play we'll bring up second down and 12 for Buckeye local man that was no running room to be found there Logan Morrison was the one on Edison who was able to bring him down and now we're looking at about a second and 11 here with about 10 45 left to play here in the first half Edison they, they haven't really done a whole lot on defense to adjust, but they have really been making a push. They only have three down linemen right now in that 3-3-5 formation for the Wildcats. Richardson back in the shotgun formation, back to pass, rolling out to his right, looking downfield. Shane Christian tries to make the one-handed catch, but it'll fall incomplete. We'll bring up third down and 11 for Buckeye Local. What a jump there by Shane Christian, Chris. I really hope he plays basketball in the winter because, man, that was a heck of a jump. 
It really was there on the sideline. He almost came down with it, like I said, with just the one hand, but unfortunately wasn't able to come down. It will bring up third down for Buckeye Local. We've seen him quite a few times have some circus-like catches here over the past few years. Once again, ball is literally right in front of us on the 47-yard line. Richardson back to pass. It is going to be tipped up into the air, almost intercepted on the play. will fall incomplete. It will bring up fourth down for the Panthers. That would be Bryce McFusey on that one who was almost able to bring down the ball, but uh, he tipped it up in the air there, Chris, and just slipped through his hands as it looks like one of the Buckeye local defenders almost grabbed him by the back of his jersey, and the ball just falls harmlessly to the turf. Shane Christian in punt formation for Buckeye Local. Fourth down and 11 upcoming. Caleb Wagner back deep for Edison. Low snap. Christensen able to get the punt off, and it is going to go out of bounds. Should be right at the Edison 30-yard line, and that is where it will be, and the Wildcats will take over with 10-10 to go here in the second quarter of play, 6-0 in favor of Edison. Definitely going to be interested to see what Edison comes up with here. They gained a giant chunk of their yards on that last drive on that little flea flicker with uh, Noah Woods, so we'll see if maybe they try to go with a little bit more trickery or maybe try to go with the running game like we thought they would here in the pregame. We thought there would be a lot of running from Edison, but most of their yards so far have come through the air. Couple scores in the end of the first quarter. Morgantown has a 21 to six lead over John Marshall, and Shady Side has extended to 28 to nothing right now. Shady Side over Bridgeport. That seems like I might have been right about another one there, Chris. Handoff is going to go to Wagner up the middle. He's going to go untouched, 70 yards into the end zone for the Edison touchdown. And wow, Chris, I don't think anyone was within five yards of him as he was able to run all the way down the field. Caleb Wagner, we talked about the speed early in the first quarter, and then did we really see it on that one. Wagner just got up the middle. As soon as I saw the open field in front of him, I knew nobody was going to catch him out there. Kid has to be a track star as well. If not, you know the track coach is going to be looking for him. I think he would have finished the Lemieux in about 35 minutes with that kind of speed. Oh, man, probably even quicker than that. So they're going to go for two once again as Edison has extended their lead to 12 to nothing with 9.58 to go here in the second quarter of play. Tyler Griffith will come back in at quarterback with Wagner as his running back. Griffith once again, the six foot two, 215-pound freshman, rolling out to his right. He's going to launch one toward the end zone, going to fall incomplete for Noah Woods. The two-point conversion is no good. 12-0 in favor of Edison. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. At Belmont Savings Bank, we know that our customers get home improvement loans for lots of reasons. For some, it's so they can tackle their dream project, like putting in a new kitchen, bath, or deck. For others, it may be because the whole house air unit needs replaced during the hottest week of the year, or the roof started leaking. Whatever your reason, whether it is a planned project or an unexpected major expense, you can count on Belmont Savings Bank for help with offices in Bel Air, St. Clairsville, Powhatan, and Barnesville. Equal housing lender insured by the FDIC. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. This is 
the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Continuing kickoff return there for Buckeye Local. It's going to get returned to the... 38, 39-yard line, rather, and that is where Buckeye Local will begin this drive with 9.52 to go here in the second quarter. Uh, Chris, if you don't mind here, I kind of want to give a little shout-out to my parents. My mom had a little bit of a spell today and almost uh, ended up in the hospital, but I just wanted to let her know that she's in my thoughts and prayers right now, so hopefully she's enjoying a nice little comfortable comfortable night at home listening to us like she does every Friday night. So Yeah, definitely thinking about her. Hopefully a little relaxation, maybe some hot chocolate, you know, enjoying the evening. They do have a Keurig. Oh, there we go. They could go for it. First down and 10 upcoming. Ball in the Buckeye Local 39-yard line. Shotgun formation for the Panthers. Richardson's pass is going to be complete to Christian. His fourth catch of the night, but it's going to be a short game as he's going to be roughed up on the far sideline. That'll bring up second down for the Panthers. Chris, what actually kind of blows my mind here is they were moving the ball quite well on the ground, and they've been sticking more towards the pass here in the second in the second quarter. So we're going to see if maybe they go back to the run or just continue to pass. It seems like Edison has been doing a lot better in the passing game than they were in the rush. Well, I mean, pass. look at the coverage here. I mean, it's like a cover four formation. There's almost 10 yards of separation down there for Edison. Richardson back to pass. He's going to launch one into no man's land on this one. Going to fall incomplete, and that'll bring up third down for Buckeye Local. Ball on their own 40-yard line. Closest one to that one was Zane Dean, and he was still about three yards short of it. So, man, did he launch one on that one. Did Seth Richardson, just nobody in the vicinity on that. So bring up third down and about nine for Buckeye Local. As you can hear the band playing off to our left, Edison's band all the way off to our far right in the uh, far end zone. But really nice-sized bands out here for both Edison and Buckeye Local. Absolutely killing it over here on both sides with the bands. Trips here to the near side, one receiver to the far side. Richardson back to pass, looking across the middle, and it is going to fall incomplete for Brian Palmer as he had a defender closing in fast on him on that one. That was Dakota Clifton, and that will bring up fourth down and nine now for the Panthers. Chris, I definitely think Brian Palmer on that one heard footsteps as he had a clear chance to catch that ball, but there was a defender there. I do believe that was Caleb Wagner who was there for Edison, but he decided not to go for the ball. Shane Christian in punt formation. He is going to be hit all the way back at the 30-yard line. They weren't able to get that punt off, and Edison will take over on the Buckeye local 30-yard line. Chris, I don't know if there was what exactly happened on the line on that, but everybody from Edison was right next to the punter by the time he got the ball, so I'm not sure what that play was. I I think they just flat out got beat. On that one, so the ball will be back at the 30-yard line. Morgantown has extended their lead over John Marshall, 28-6, to that game midway through the second quarter. And at the end of the first quarter, a big game we're keeping our eye on, Magnolia, a 14-7 to lead over Tyler Consolidated. Sinecropi back to pass, looking over toward the far side, has a man wide open, and it is going to be complete to number 25, Bryce McAfoos, and that'll be a first down and goal from the one-yard line as Edison enters the Sport Your Colors red zone. Sport Your Colors, the official clothing line of high school football and OVAC athletics. And it looks like the rains have decided to open up here at the World The rains, huh? Yeah. The skies, you mean? Yeah, you know what? The, we're going to bless <laughs> the rains down in Africa, just like Toto's song. But uh, definitely a great little passing play right there as Edison's going to line up at a first and goal here on the one. 
Sinecropi in under center is going to hand it off to Wagner up the middle into the end zone for his second touchdown of the night. And the floodgates have now opened, and Edison will take an 18 to nothing lead with 8.43 to go here in the second quarter of play. And the mosquito has been killed that's been in the press box, if you heard that nice little slap against the glass. And what a catch by Bryce McAfoos. Um, just a great job to be able to come down with the ball at the one-yard line. They go in for the little scamper here. Now we're going to see if Edison Local is able to maybe convert on their first two-point conversion of the night. So Edison, once again, probably not a kicker out there. The only kicker they have listed on the roster is Carter Montgomery, and I haven't seen him out there. So more than likely, they're not going to be able to do that. Sinecropi coming in under center is going to hand it off to Wagner up the middle into a pile. The two-point conversion is no good, so Edison 0 for 3 on two-point conversions tonight, but they have the 18 to nothing lead with 8.43 to go here in the second quarter of play. Yeah, definitely not the start the Buckeye was looking for there, Chris. They started off the game very well. 16-yard drive for 51 yards. They burned a lot of clock on that, and it ended up like it's just all gone up in flames here for them ever since that first drive. Wagner with his second touchdown of the night on the ground, this time only coming from one yard out. He had the 70-yard touchdown earlier in the game, so within just less than three minutes there, Edison has taken the 18 to nothing lead. And don't forget, folks, our next broadcast will be next Friday, October 26th, as we bring you Wheeling Central and Shadyside. We will be live with the Dowdy and Bauman pregame show at 6.40 right here on Fox Sports Wheeling. And don't forget to tune in. That's going to be a heck of a ball game next week. Uh, really is looking forward to that one had that one circled on my schedule all season long as the ensuing kickoff is going to come back to the 25 yard line and palmer's going to make a move and is going to be brought down at the 35 yard line so good field position there for the panthers to begin this drive man chris we talked a little bit about that shady side and wheeling central game i'm, ex- I'm definitely excited to see what the defense of uh wheeling central was able to do against guys like kelly hendershot and connor banco so what do you think that the key points are going to be for them next well week. once again it came down to a missed extra point last year if you remember we had that game right here on fox sports wheeling a 27 to 26 decision for wheeling central so once again they're just going to have to play very stout d and also hang on to the ball and get some scores out there is going to be the big difference in that one as we're back to action here will be a handoff up the middle Nowhere to go there for Buckeye Local. It'll bring up second down from the 36-yard line. Man, it really seemed like we were getting quite a push from Buckeye Local's offensive line, but it seems like it's almost gone now, Chris. I was talking to Brad, our buddy here, and uh, he was telling me about the Dinar brothers. They're Luke and Hunter. They're a freshman here at uh, Buckeye Local. 6'5 and 6'6 they stand. Ooh. One at 170, one at 190. almost kind of wonder why they're not in the wide receiver chance, getting a chance to maybe catch some balls with that kind of height. Brian Palmer with a nice carry. He's going to get up to the 49-yard line, and he will have a Buckeye Local first down. John, like we mentioned earlier, Buckeye Local, they get things going, but once they have gotten the red zone, they have just stalled. Yeah, it's definitely been a problem here tonight. And uh, don't forget, Chris, on that first drive, they were really moving. They took quite a few penalties, and I think that might have exhausted them quite a little bit. Richardson back to pass. Looking for a man across the middle, overthrows his intended receiver, Shane Christian, who had a blanket all over him on that one. Man, Edison's not going to let him come down with another ball there, Chris. He had about five white jerseys around him on that one. 
The Wildcats hanging on to an 18 to nothing lead, 7.42 to go here in the second quarter of play. The first quarter just flew by, and now the second quarter taking a little bit more time here at World War II Memorial Stadium in Yorkville. A nice crowd on hand here for both Buckeye Local and Edison. The Wildcats making the trip down from the Richmond, Ohio area. So you go up Route 7, and uh, that's all I really I know, know about that. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. even I'm sure. It's been sounded right to me. I have not been in that area since I was 10 years old. Richardson back to pass. Pressure coming. He's going to be hit down at midfield, so he's going to make something out of nothing on that one. Gain one yard will bring up second, third down and nine, rather, for Buckeye Local right here at midfield. Man, did Logan Morris, uh, Morrison, I apologize, come from behind on that one and just hit the quarterback for Buckeye Local. He went down in a heap after that one. Third and nine here, so definitely decision time for the Buckeye Local Panthers. There's going to be a penalty at the end of that play as well. So it's going to move the ball up to the 45-yard line. Nope, check that. Now we're going to pick it up and move it to the 40. They like to confuse me and Chris. That's definitely their favorite pastime. I I did not even see the White Hat, though, signal a call on that one. Yeah, I didn't see it. So nonetheless, it is going to be first down for Buckeye Local. Ball is going to be on the Edison 40-yard line. The only thing I... So the Panthers are going to enter Wildcats territory now, once again at the 40-yard line. So we apologize, folks. Didn't see the signal there from the official. Twins out to the far side, and it is going to be a keeper up the middle for Richardson, going to gain a few yards up to the 38-yard line. I think, uh, Edis, I do believe that Buckeye wasn't even set on that one, and they're going to go ahead and give them a flag there. So flag coming in at the end of that play. 7-11 to go here on a stop clock, 18-0 in favor of Edison. The sad part was it was at the end of the play there, but uh, they had snapped the ball so quickly. I don't think some of their uh, linemen were down sets. We're going to see what the referees are calling here. And it's going to be a false start against Buckeye Local, so that will move the ball back to the 46-yard line. We'll bring bring up first down and 15 now for the Panthers. Definitely a little bit of a a different call. I've never really seen a QB sneak on first down and 10, so it's definitely something different there, Chris. John Marshall and Morgantown trading blows right now, but the Mohegans hanging on to a 35-13 lead. That game, 8.44 to go in the first half of play. So the Monarchs in a little bit of trouble down there in Morgantown. Spread formation now for Buckeye Local. Richardson back to pass. Looking downfield, we're going to have a flag on the play. It's going to be a hold against Buckeye Local, and making the big hit on that one was Dakota Clifton. But once again, this one's going to be coming back here for the Panthers. And it looks like Ben Bailey may be the guilty party for, actually, I apologize, it's going to be Gage Coronetti that's going to be the guilty party for at a, or Buckeye Local. I apologize. Uh, it's going to move the ball all the way back. Should be to the Buckeye local 45-yard line. So basically we're starting right where we started this drive once again. So the ball will be back. Well, now they're oh, moving whoa. it back. Whoa, wait a minute. What is going on here? They are moving the ball all the way back to the 35-yard line on this one. So it is going to be moved back to the 37-yard line. I got a, they're actually calling a holding on the spot on this one. So Interesting. All right. So it is going to be first down and about 33 here for Buckeye Local. Ball on their own 37-yard line. Spread formation now for Richardson and Buckeye Local. We're going to have another flag on the play. 
And so it'll be offsides against Buckeye Local, and it's going to bring up first down and 38 for the Panthers. Oh, man, this is just not the way they wanted this drive. They started the drive, I do believe, at Edison's 40-yard line here, Chris. And it is just Actually, it's going to go against Edison. This one's going against Edison. So We just like the yellow laundry here tonight. So the ball is going to be moved up. I stand corrected. The ball is going to be moved up to the 41-yard line. It'll bring up first down and 28 now for the Panthers. 6.32 to go here in the first half of play. 18-0 in favor of the Wildcats. Spread formation now for Buckeye Local. Trips to the far side. Two receivers here to the near side. Richardson. Screen pass is complete here on the far, or on the near side to Palmer. He's going to be brought down to the turf at midfield. It'll bring up second down and long for the Panthers. Chris, I'm going to bring up a question to you. Since you know the system's a little bit better in the playoffs, do you think if John Marshall, which it looks like may happen, would lose this game to Morgantown, do you think they could still, if they were able to win out, do you think there would still be a chance for them to be able to sneak into the West Virginia playoffs? Oh, hands down. Yeah, hands down. Um, Morgantown, 3-5 and five on the season, but you look at their strength of schedule. There's a possibility the Mohegans could even sneak into the playoffs. As we're back to action here, pass is going to be complete to Palmer. He will enter Edison territory at the 42-yard line. He'll bring up third down and long now for the Panthers. And, folks, if you're wondering, we're almost back to the original line of scrimmage here now. Third down and 11 upcoming, 539 here on a running clock. 18-0 in favor of Edison. Buckeye Local, they've had some success with the spread formation. So they are going to go with it once again. Trips to the far side. Two receivers here to the near side. If I'm Edison, I'm watching Shane Christian all day long on this pass. And Buckeye Local is going to take a timeout. 5-19 remaining here in the second quarter of play. Don't forget, coming up on the A&B Kia Halftime Show, we'll bring you the scores from around the OVAC as well as breaking down the Ohio playoff race. A lot of interesting things going on there, so you want to make sure that you stay tuned for that one. And don't forget the Pittsburgh Steelers are home next weekend against the Cleveland Browns. Kickoff is set for 1 p.m. next Sunday. You can catch every Pittsburgh Steelers game right here on Fox Sports Wheeling, the Ohio Valley's home for Steelers football. Checking in on the out-of-town scoreboard here, it looks like Martins Ferry is up 20-7 to over Beaver Local. Wheeling Park up 21-14 to over Princeton. Uh, we brought this score to you a couple minutes ago. Morgantown Mohegan's up 35 to 13 over John Marshall. Shadyside is up 28 to nothing over Bridgeport. Lindsley is actually down to Meadowbrook 22 to 14 in the second oh, wow. quarter. Oakland up 22 to nothing over East Fairmont. As it looks like we're going to go ahead and get back to play here in this game. Third down and 11 coming up after the timeout for Buckeye Local. Trips to the near far side, two receivers to the near side. Richardson back to pass. That's going to be a clear hold. And no no laundry comes out on that one, but the ball does come out, and it looks like Edison's going to recover it at the 46-yard line. So the Wildcats taking over with 5-10 to go here in the first half of play. I'm absolutely astounded that that was not called on that one, Chris. He literally grabbed the back of the Edison player's jersey. I do believe that was number 62, Logan Morgison, on that one. And he literally took him for a ride, and no call from the referee on that. So ball, once again, is going to be on the Buckeye local 46-yard line as Richardson coughed that one up, and it'll be first down for the Wildcats, leading 18 to nothing. 
with 5.10 to go here in the first quarter of play. John, I'm kind of disappointed. We haven't got to see any runs out of Anthony Sitakrapi here tonight. No, I mean, Edison has done a great job here on offense since that first quarter. Trips to the far side, one receiver here to the near side. Sinekropi back to pass, looking across the middle, and the pass is going to be broken up on the play by Shane Christian in a battle of tens there with Ryan Higgs. John, they were going at it on the other side of the ball as well, so it's going to be a battle of tens all night between Edison and Buckeye Local. Chris was actually uh, very impressed me with Sinekropi. Is I know we mentioned that he's a good runner, but man, has he been able to really get some uh, air under these balls here tonight and just able to put some passes on a dime right to his wide receivers. Shotgun formation now for Edison. Twins to each side. Sinekropi, he almost uh, lost that ball, had to get a handle on it. Pass is going to be complete on the far side to uh, Bryce McAfoos, and it'll be a third down upcoming now for Edison. Man, you really got to give him to him on that one for Sinekropi. The ball wasn't hiked the best, and he had to shuffle it around in his hands, able to get the ball out, and Edison's going to make it about a third and three here. Very manageable. Great job to make a play that could have been a disaster and turned it into about an eight, actually a seven-yard gain. 4.33 to go here in the first half of play, 18-0 in favor of the Wildcats. Third down and three upcoming ball on the Buckeye local 39-yard line. I-formation. And there's going to be a flag on the play as Sinekropi was able to get the Panthers to jump on the hard count. I think everybody uh, on the Panthers line jumped on that one. So great job by Edison to be able to see that. And it's going to be a first down here for Edison. First down, the ball is going to move up to the 34-yard line. Actually, in between the 34 and 33-yard line. And Edison will have, once again, the first down. Receivers to each side in this I formation. Sinekropi coming in under center. Tyler Griffith, the fullback, leading Caleb Wagner. Wagner jumps over a few defenders up over the 30-yard line. We'll bring up second down for the Wildcats. Man, that was a nice little run there by Wagner. It seemed like he was almost stopped, but like you had said, uh, I believe we had a play last week where he just landed on top of his lineman and didn't actually go down, so he was able to gain about another two yards out of that one, Chris. 3.49 here on a running clock, 18 nothing in favor of Edison. Ball on the 28-yard line. Second down and four upcoming. I-formation, Sinekropi coming in under center. Same running backs here in the backfield as it's going to be a handoff to Griffith, and he's going to explode up just shy of the 20-yard line, but we'll have the Edison first down. Man, I think a Buckeye local had about five or six guys down on the line on that one, and they still were not able to stop the rushing attack here of Edison here with 328 left to play. Now, John, if you're Edison right now, I mean, you're getting Tyler Griffith a lot of carries in the fullback position, but like I said, more likely he'll go back to his normal quarterback position next year. I mean, it's got to be, you have to imagine getting the kids some experience now is a good thing. Yeah, I definitely see something maybe happening here in the second half if this game continues in the way that it seems to be going, maybe him getting a couple of different uh, chances to throw the ball. Something I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, a little bit of a controversy happening up to our buddies from the North Pennsylvania between this West Allegheny game and North Allegheny where they were originally, we got actually a timeout on the field, but between West Allegheny and North Allegheny, the first idea was, was that they were going to run the clock. 
Now it seems like they backed off that, and then they ended up going to where they said that they'll play the starters for maybe the first quarter, and they decided to play their subs the rest of the game. Chris, what are your thoughts on a game like that between the two coaches where they say, you know, this is an out-of-conference game and we don't want to wreck any playoff chances that either one of us have? That just doesn't seem like the type of football spirit that we're uh, used to down here in West Virginia and Ohio. Yeah, not really. I mean, I, I can understand I can understand playing your subs, I guess. I mean, I, it is better than the running clock. I mean, you have people that pay, that travel for these types of games. You know, they want to see good football. So, well, Especially AT&T Sportsnet. They paid quite a bit of money to put that game on last night, and they ended up with a stinker with the subs, and they were really excited for that one. Yeah, just a bummer there. Uh, two powerhouses. Um, you know, like I said, not much you can say about it, but, um, you know, they made the decision, and the subs got to play in that game, so... Hard to tell out there. Second down and five upcoming. Ball on the Buckeye local 16-yard line. Sinecropi is going to be hit as he releases the ball. Falls incomplete. Edison in the Sport Your Colors red zone. Sport Your Colors, they have a graphic designer on site to make your vision come to life. Stop by Sport Your Colors at 1615 Warwood Avenue in Wheeling. Chris, I don't know if you saw what I saw, but it looked like Sinecropi tried to throw that out of his right hand. He decided to go back there and uh, switched hands right before he got sacked to try to get the ball loose. If he did that, that was great. Steubenville right now has a 20-6 lead over Cardinal O'Hara. East Liverpool shutting out Weir right now, 14 to nothing. So Weir's playoff chances could be in a little bit of trouble down there. Dakota Clifton going to get the carry here for Edison up over the 15-yard line. And that'll bring up fourth down for the Wildcats. 2.40 on a running clock here in the second quarter of play. 18 to nothing in favor of Edison. So if you're keeping count at home, folks, I am up 2-1 to one in the disagreement <laughs> category. So we'll see how that continues throughout the night. I'll try to keep a score in my head because me and Chris disagreed three different times about West Virginia playoffs. <laughs> but don't forget, folks, here at halftime, we're going to go ahead and run down the Ohio playoffs, do a couple predictions for that as well. I formation for Edison. They're going to go for it here on fourth down and three. Handoff is going to go to Clifton up the middle, and he looks like he is going to be stopped short on this one. It's going to be close here, Chris. He's going to be stopped just shy of the 10-yard line. It's going to be a turnover on downs, it looks like, here for Edison. Yeah, it will be Buckeye local football, so Buckeye local standing tall, and they'll get the ball with 2.08 remaining here in the second quarter of play. be interesting to see what Ed, uh, Buckeye Local does do here because Edison does get the ball at half. First down and 10 upcoming for the Panthers. Once again, ball on their own 12-yard line. Receivers to each side now for the Panthers. Pistol formation. And it will be a handoff to Charles Smith. He's going to be gobbled up in the backfield be a loss of about two will bring up second down for the Panthers man what looked like a strength here for Buckeye local was the rushing attack there on those first couple drives has just really dried up here as Edison has gotten quite a lot of pushback on their causing all kinds of havoc in that backfield of Buckeye local second down and 12 to be exact here ball on the Buckeye local 10 yard line trips coming to the near side actually you're gonna send four receivers here to the near side. Now they're going to send somebody into the backfield. Now they're going to send him back on that one. They just want to confuse me on this one. So we have four receivers to the one side, one receiver to the far side. Richardson rolling out to his right. 
looking downfield. Going to thread the needle on this one, but the pass is going to fall incomplete as the intended receiver, Brian Palmer, was out of bounds. It looked like Seth Richardson kind of running for his life on that one as about two Edison defenders were coming for him there for the sack. Bring up third down and 12 now for Buckeye Local, 118 to go here in the first half of play. Edison leading 18 to nothing on the road here. Like, like I mentioned, all those touchdowns came at the beginning of the second quarter and were less than three minutes apart. Man, they were really scoring fast there at the beginning of that second quarter was Edison. Trips to the near side, one receiver out to the far side. Richardson in the shotgun formation is going to hand it off up the middle to Charles Smith. Gets up over the 10-yard line before being brought down on the play. And it looks like Edison's going to go ahead and take a timeout here, Chris. They want to get points on the board before half. So Edison's going to take the timeout with 1.12 to go here in the first half of play, leading 18 to nothing. And, uh, John, you know, like I said, we've talked a little bit about next week already. Um, if you think about it, I mean, Shadyside, Wheeling Central, it's been a big rivalry for a long time. But if Shadyside's able to pull off the victory at home, do you really see Wheeling Central falling that far? I couldn't really see him falling maybe that far because Shadyside is quite the team this year. Maybe it's the two or three spot, but I don't think they'd fall all too far off if they actually did end up losing that game to Shadyside. Like we've mentioned earlier, Shadyside has all kinds of weapons there, Chris. Well, they talked about it in the beginning of the season when Shadyside went down to East Liverpool 14-7. to They called it a major upset, but then you turn around and you look at how good the Potters are playing this year as well. So I mean, especially tonight after we talked a little bit about them playing Weir, they seem like they're having uh, that Weir's even having problems with them this year. Yeah, I mean, but like right now, can you really call that game an upset now? I, I don't believe you can. At the beginning of the year, yes, but now it doesn't seem as so. Shane Christian in punt formation now for Buckeye Local. He gets off a booming punt to the 45-yard line. It's going to be received there by Caleb Wagner. We have a flag on the play. Wagner is going to be brought down roughly to the grass at the 25-yard line. And I know there's going to be a flag on that one, but that tackle would have saved a touchdown. So I'm going to go ahead and hand out the Belmont Saving Bank game-saving play. Belmont Saving Bank's wishes all our Ohio Valley teams good luck this season because they're a part of what makes our community great. Belmont Saving Bank's with four locations in Barnesville, Powhatan, Point, Bel Air, and St. Clairsville. See what the official call is. Is We also had a Buckeye local player shaken up on the play. That was Hunter Dare. On the Wheeling Hospital Injury Report, Wheeling Hospital, a tradition of excellence, a legacy of caring. It looked like Caleb Wagner on that one, Chris, was about one hand away from getting into the end zone, but it looks like Buckeye Local was able to get him down, and it is going to be a penalty against Edison. It looks like it's going to be in the holding category. So the ball going to come back to the Buckeye Local 42-yard line. 101 remaining here in the... Second quarter of play. Once again, on the A&B Kia Halftime Show, we'll bring you the scores from around the OVAC, give you a breakdown of the Ohio playoffs, as well as the stats and scoring summary. New quarterback into the game now is going to be Tyler Shreve. He's going to pitch it out to Wagner. It's going to be a trick play. It's going to go back to Shreve at the 40-yard line. 
makes the catch, breaks the tackle up to the 35-yard line, and that'll bring up a second down for the Wildcats, who have no timeouts remaining here in this half. Man, what a nice little play there by Tyler Shreve, as it looks like Anthony Sinacropi is going to go ahead and come back in here. They've got about 38 seconds here, Chris. They're really going to have to move the ball fast. Yeah, remember, Sinacropi, I mean, he has a cannon on him. And we'll see what he has here is it's going to be a shotgun formation. Trips here to the near side. One receiver to the far side. 25 seconds on the game clock. Sincropi back to pass. He is going to be hit, and it is actually going to go off the back of his offensive lineman. Falls incomplete, so it'll bring up third down and three with 19 seconds to go here in the second quarter of play. Actually causing the pressure on that one's going to be Luke Derrera for the Buckeye local Panthers. Somebody we mentioned there a little bit earlier in the second quarter causing all kinds of havoc back in that Edison Wildcat backfield. That's what you're going to have to do. I mean, you can't let uh, Senecropi plant his feet. Once again, he can beat you with his legs as well as he is a great, great runner out there. I haven't seen too much running here tonight from him, though. I I don't think he has one attempt yet. I was shocked. I mean, a lot of times you see the highlights and the stats at the end of the game. This kid has a ton of rushing yards. 19 seconds to go here in the quarter. Zincropi back to pass. It's going to be complete across the middle to number seven, Andrew Kinney. He'll get up to the 25-yard line, and that'll be good enough for an Edison first down. Edison's going to have to move here quick, Chris, if they want to get another play in. So Edison is going to get the ball, and they are going to spike it on the play. We're also going to have a flag as the uh, offensive lineman was not ready on that one so it should be coming back here to the 31 yard line it looks like the guilty party on that one's going to be logan morrison as he i don't know what he was doing on that one but he got up and then he wasn't set before they went ahead and hiked the ball so it's going to be first and 10 here at the 26 for edison so one final shot at the end zone it looks like here before we head to the half we're going to see how far cinecropy can probably throw on this one. the ball's going to be on the 31 yard line Shotgun formation, receivers to each side for the Wildcats. Buckeye Local backing off on coverage here. Pressure coming, however. Sinecropi rolling out to his left. Looking downfield, pass is going to be complete. That's Noah Woods, but he's going to run out of time, and we're also going to have flags flying at the end of this one, so we could potentially... I think we're going to have one more play here, Chris. Well, if it's against Edison, there won't be an untimed down. I think it was against Buckeye. So we'll see what this is. The play, the game clock has run out, but um, we'll see what the call is here. One of them is going to be against Buckeye Local. I haven't officials... seen anything for Edison yet, so we're going to see what the referees are discussing here. And here comes the official call from the officials. We have the personal foul against okay. Edison and also a personal foul against Buckeye Local. The penalty is offset, so there will be halftime. As Edison takes an 18 to nothing lead, don't forget to stick around for the A&B Kia halftime show. A&B Kia has the Valley's only total indoor showroom. We're at 70 degrees all the time. Located off the Boggs Run Road exit in Benwood. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Football fans love a great tailgate party, and if you're the host this season for the big game, let your friends at Convenient Food Mart take care of the food. Featuring all-season-long 12-piece chicken dinners or 24 chicken wings for only $19.99. Plus, pick up a sub-express platter for only $34.99. Or pepperoni rolls for only $19.99. Don't forget to pick up all the drinks, snacks, and other tailgate party essentials from CFM Express. Go to visitmyconvenient.net to find your neighborhood location and availability. Convenient Food Mart, your tailgate party headquarters. Get ready for the best four years of your life at West Liberty University. 
where a quality education and hands-on learning awaits you. Where $5 million in scholarships and the metro rate makes a quality education possible. We're living on campus, joining clubs, cheering for the Hilltoppers, and enjoying our beautiful campus give you the total college experience. It's all here at West Liberty University. Quality, affordable, total college experience. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. Mean old car dealer told you no? We tell you yes. Go to ANBAutosales.com. No credit, bad credit, UGLY credit. It doesn't matter. Get approved now at ANBAutosales.com. Even if you've been through bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce, late payments, you can get a loan. Newer used cars, trucks, SUVs. ANBAutosales.com. No matter what you've been through, we give you your next chance. Apply now. ANBAutosales.com. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And welcome inside the A&B Kia Halftime Show. 18 to nothing in favor of Edison right now. Let's give you these stats and scoring summary at the end of the first quarter. We had no score between these two teams as they traded a few three and outs, but then also penalties hurting both teams in the first quarter. But Edison would get things started at 11-11 of the second quarter. And it was a one-yard touchdown run from Tyler Griffith. The two-point conversion was no good as Edison jumped out to a 6 to nothing lead. And just a few minutes later, Caleb Wagner went untouched from 70 yards out to make it 12 to nothing in favor of Edison. And then Wagner would add his second touchdown of the night. The two-point conversion was no good at 843, and that is how Edison has the 18 to nothing lead here right now. Yeah, Edison did a very good job there at the beginning of the second quarter uh, getting those points on the board, Chris. But something that they have not done well on is the two-point conversion. They have not converted one of them yet. 0 for 3 on the night is Edison as the Edison Wildcat marching band is out on the field. Coming up next on the A&B Kia Halftime Show, we're going to break down the Ohio playoff races and let you know what's going on there. You're listening to the A&B Kia Halftime Show on the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. It's that time of year. High school and collegiate sports are here. Wheeling Hospital wishes the best for all athletes. But if injuries occur, from minor to major ones, our sports medicine center is ready to help. We have highly experienced physicians who have treated athletes on the high school, collegiate, and professional levels. And we have the largest team of physical therapists. Call us, 304-243-8630. That's 304-243-8630. Sports medicine at Wheeling Hospital, the official medical provider of the OVAC. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. 
Experience more of the music you love with iHeartRadio on X1. Give your home a soundtrack with playlists that suit any mood or occasion. Get energized to organize with the house cleaning playlist. Or set a spooky scene with Halloween Radio. Have a dinner guest? Start the party with the Cooking with Friends playlist. The ultimate music experience is here, and your favorite tunes are right at your fingertips. Turn up the volume and set the mood with iHeartRadio and Xfinity X1. Monster Jam! See it! Hear it! Feel it! Digger, El Toro Loco, and more. The fun begins at the pit party, where you can meet the drivers, get autographs, take pictures, and see the trucks up close. Plus, that foul event ticket to enter pit party. Get your $10 pit party pass at MonsterJam.com today. Restrictions and additional charges may apply. The Monster Jam Arena Tour returns to West Bank Arena October 19th through 21st. Get your tickets today. Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming after my house, my car. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax. They know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Welcome back inside the AMB Kia Halftime Show. Edison has an 18 to nothing lead over Buckeye Local. We gave you the West Virginia rankings in the pregame show, but now we want to break down the Ohio playoffs and how things are looking there. In Ohio Division 7, Region 27, Harvest Prep, well, no shocker there, sits in the number one seed as OVAC member Caldwell sits in the eighth and final playoff spot in that region at 5-3. and three. They are hosting 3-5 and five Barnesville tonight and then travel to 4-4 four and four Shannon Doa next week. Uh, John, my thoughts here are the Redskins are going to have to win out to maintain that top spot. John, are they in or out? I definitely think they can definitely get in for sure, Chris. They've definitely got the talent. I think, unfortunately, Caldwell, um, I don't know. I just don't see them getting in. Um, Barnesville, this is a tough game for them tonight, even though they're 3-5. and five, But I'm going to have to say the Redskins may fall short this season. River sits at number 9. However, they are on the road tonight against the second-ranked and 6-2 and two Lucas. I check that. That game's actually tomorrow before they host Frontier next week. John, River, are they in or out? I think with that game against Lucas, I think they're gonna, that's going to actually knock them out of playoff contention. If they're able to come up with the upset, that would be a very good game for River. But I think they're just they're going to, like we talked about earlier, just kind of run out of time here at the end of the season. Yeah, I think River, it's going to be a pretty tough road ahead of them. They get number two, Lucas, tomorrow on the road, so that's going to be a tough game for them. But then they get Frontier to close it out. So just depending on what some teams can do behind them and in front of them, um, I think River might be on the outside looking in. Frontier, Bellsville, and Monroe Central, unfortunately, will see their seasons come to an end in that region. In Ohio Division Seven, Region 25, Cuyahoga Heights sits in the number one spot. OVAC member Toronto sitting in the number nine spot with a three and five record. You have to imagine the Red Knights need to win out to secure a playoff berth. They'll have to do that by knocking off six and two United Local and then two and six Wellsville. Uh, John, pretty tough task for them. They get Nathan Carafa back however, but a tall order in front of them, especially with 6-2 and two United Local. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the one game that's going to go ahead and knock them out of contention is the game against United Local, so I'm going to go ahead and say that Toronto will not be making the uh, playoffs this season. 
Unfortunately, Connaughton Valley, they picked up the victory last week, but they have been eliminated in that region. In Ohio, Division Six, Region 23. Oh, man, please buckle up for this one because this one gets interesting. Paint Valley sits at 8-0 and the number one seed. Shadyside, after their big win over Bel Air, moves up to the number six seed. The Tigers with a tough end of their season, though, as they travel to Bridgeport tonight, and then they will have the defending West Virginia State champs wheeling Central next week. John, Tigers, in or out? Uh, Chris, I just want to go ahead. and You might have confused the people at home. You said six seed, and I do believe they are the third seed. Or third seed. That's right. Okay. They were the sixth seed a few weeks ago. Okay. I apologize. Okay. Third seed. So I just want to go ahead and clarify that for the folks at home. But 100% Shady Side's going to be in there, Chris. They've got way too good of a talented team. And you know what? I'm going to go on a bold prediction here. They're going to knock off Wheeling Central next weekend. All righty. You heard it right there from John first. They are followed by undefeated Fort Fry at number four, who, John, don't forget, Federal Hawking canceled that game against them. So they are going to end the season with 4-4 four and four Shenandoah, 6-2 and two Steubenville. They're only going to play nine games this season, but you have to imagine Fort Fry, if they're able to win out, should be no problem. But do you have the uh, cadets in or out? Uh, I do believe that they are going to have a little bit of a tough task, especially with 6-2 and two, Steubenville Central. But I do think that they may be able to sneak in for sure here, Chris. I absolutely agree with you on that one. But now, Buckeye Trail, this gets really interesting, too, because they're 5-3 and three on the season, but they're in the 14th spot right now. However, they have 7-1 and one Sandy Valley tonight. So if they can pull off the upset there, and then they have to host 5-3 and three East Canton, does Trail have a chance to get in, and do you see them getting in? It's going to be a very tall task against Sandy Valley, especially them coming in with that 7-1 and one record here, Chris. But they also could do it. They've got the talent there at Buckeye Trail. But I'm going to go ahead and say this might be the end of their season. They've got two very tough games of the year at the end of the season. And usually when you get through one of them, it's the second one that will usually trip you up. John, this, this is weird here. Barnesville, Shenandoah, Bridgeport, not mathematically eliminated, but they're going to need a ton of help in front of them in that region. In Ohio Division Five, Region 19, Johnstown Monroe holding the number one spot at 7-1. Bel Air, despite the loss to Shadyside, only falls one spot to number four. They host Union Local tomorrow before ending the season next week against rival Martins Ferry. The Big Reds in or out. Chris, I would have actually liked to have seen a lot more from Bel from Air last week against Shadyside. I know they're sitting at the number one four spot right now, but I really think Union Local could have a great game against nope. them and maybe... Uh, I know that Union Local is a very young team, but I definitely see could see Union Local winning the ball game. So I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think Belair is going to make it this year. Okay, bold prediction there from John Hill. So predicting the upset tomorrow uh, for Union Local, and then they will have their rivals, Martins Ferry. Um, John, I hate to do it, but I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think they are going to win out in the season. Um, I think they win the game against Ferry this year. There seemed to be a little bit more experience on the offensive line, not taking anything away from Martins Ferry. They are a great football team, but I just think Bel Air might have a slight edge this year. Meadowbrook sits in the number five spot at five and three. They are hosting Lindsley and actually beating Lindsley right now. Then Cambridge next week. The Colts, not a great game against Shadyside, but they seem to be back on the uh, right path here. Yeah, I definitely think if they are able to uh, get this victory against Lindsley, they will definitely basically secure their spot into the playoffs, especially with the game against Cambridge, where we have heard earlier that some of their star players were actually hurt uh, coming maybe into that game. So that could definitely be a bright spot for Meadowbrook to be able to get into the playoffs. Martins Ferry comes in at 5-3 and three in the number 7 seed. They are hosting Beaver Local tonight, and they are up on Beaver Local right now. Then Bel Air next week, the Purple Riders in or out. 
Chris, this is a really tough one for me because we've seen really big bright points for Martins Ferry. So I hate to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and say the jury's out on Martins Ferry, and I'm not going to say either way. That team is just really confusing to me. Some games they come out, and they are absolutely on fire. Other games, not so much. I I can't get a read on Martins Ferry at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough to see uh, what might happen there with the Purple Riders. Edison, they need to win out in the number 12 spot. They're 3-5 and five on the season. Also in this division, Union Local and Buckeye Local will see their seasons end. Heading over to Ohio Division Four, Region 15, St. Clairsville holds the number one spot, traveling to South Range tonight before hosting Cleveland JFK. Do you see the Red Devils holding in, the number in, one seed? And in, in. yes, they're going to be number one. All righty. Another interesting turn of events, Philo who eliminated St. C last year, sits in the number eight spot. So if these rankings hold true, we can see a rematch from last year. But unfortunately for some OVAC members, Harrison Central, Cambridge, and Claymont, they're going to see their seasons end in that region. And then our final region uh, involving OVAC teams, Ohio Division IV, Region 13. Perry holds a slight edge over number two, Steubenville. The Big Red hosts Cardinal O'Hara in University School to end the season. Does Steubenville move into number one or remain number two? I really think Perry's going to go ahead and hold on to that number one ranking here, Chris, and I do believe Steubenville will slot in very nice and comfy in that number two hole. Six and two, Indian Creek comes in at number seven, holding a slight edge over number eight, East Liverpool, who they defeated in week two, 26 to 20. The Creek, they host five and two, Crestview tonight. End the season next week, hosting Edison. The Creek, in or out. I'm putting them in, Chris. I was actually really astounded with the way they played against Martins Ferry a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. A game that we thought Martins Ferry might have had, but it seemed like Indian Creek had a great game plan. They were able to come out with a 15-0 victory against Martins Ferry. Actually, it was 22-0. I apologize. I forgot the late touchdown. But, yeah, Indian Creek did a great job against Martins Ferry. I think they've got a great young team there, and the coaches have really done a great job at Indian Creek. 5-3 Five and three, East Liverpool holding the final spot at five and three, hosting six and two Weird tonight before finishing the season next week against four and four Lutheran East. The Potters, they have enough to hang on. I really think that they might have a shot here, Chris. It's going to be a very long one, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and put them in just for the heck of it. Absolutely, I agree with you on that one. And unfortunately, Beaver Local is going to need to win out, and they need a ton of help to get into the playoff race. So that is the Ohio playoffs breakdown. So great stuff there by John Hill and I. I think we only disagreed on maybe one or two there, so it'll be pretty interesting on that one. Coming up next, we'll give you the scores from around the OVAC. You're listening to the A&B Kia Halftime Show on the Bordas and Bordas High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Get ready for the best four years of your life at West Liberty University where a quality education and hands-on learning awaits you, where $5 million in scholarships and the metro rate makes a quality education possible, where living on campus, joining clubs, cheering for the Hilltoppers, and enjoying our beautiful campus give you the total college experience. It's all here at West Liberty University. Quality, affordable, total college experience. I'm Jamie Bordas of Bordas & Bordas. One of the things people wonder about us is whether they can afford to hire a law firm that's obtained record results for so many clients. The answer is yes. We take our cases on a contingency fee basis, which means you only pay a percentage of what we collect for you, and if we don't collect money for you, then you don't pay us. We also advance the case expenses out of our pocket so you don't have to reach into yours. It's part of our commitment to helping people when they need it most. Bordas and Bordas. Fighting. For justice. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? 
Why isn't a burger cheaper when you ask for no onions? I don't want them. So shouldn't you deduct the price of the onions? Right? Otherwise, I'm paying for the onions, but I'm not receiving any onions. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates. Equal housing. Oh, This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Welcome back inside the A&B Kia Halftime Show. 18 to nothing, our score here in favor of Edison. Let's give you the scores from around the OVAC. St. Clairsville in a little bit of trouble right now as they trail South Range by a score of 13 to 12. Latonia has a 10 to 7 lead over Wellsville. Cambridge, a 19 to 7 lead over Riverview that game in the third quarter. John. Caldwell in a little bit of trouble here as they could see their playoff hopes maybe potentially going down the drain on this one as Barnesville shutting them out 22 to nothing in the third quarter of play. Frontier has a 6 to nothing lead over Monroe Central. That game's at the half. Fort Fry leading Shenandoah 22 to 6 at the half. Indian Creek looking good against Crestview as they lead 21 to 6. Magnolia, John, at the half, 20 to 7 over Tyler Consolidated. So you called that one on me on that one. Also at the half, Martins Ferry, a 26 to 7 lead over Beaver Local. Steubenville has a 27 to 12 lead over Cardinal O'Hara out of the New York area. Toronto in trouble right now as they trail United Local 35 to 16. That game is at the half. Morgantown leading John Marshall 35 to 13 at the half. Wheeling Park leading Princeton 31 to 14 at the half. Meadowbrook hanging on there against Lindsley as they lead the Cadets 22 to 14. That game is also at the half. Oakland having their way with East Fairmont 29 to nothing. That game at the half. Shady side all over Bridgeport, 42 to nothing. And we also have the same score at the half between Doddridge County leading Valley. Once again, that score, 42 to nothing on that one. Cameron all over Bellsville at the half, 56 to nothing as Cameron exploded for 40 points in the uh, first quarter. Harrison Central leading Lutheran East, 18 to 8. University all over Preston, 30 to nothing. That game in the second quarter. We're trailing East Liverpool 28 to 7. Parkersburg South all over Greenbrier East 20 to nothing. No score to be reported between Hundred and Tigers Valley. Also Connaughton Valley and Clay Battelle. No score between those teams. Buckhannon Upshur has a 21 to nothing lead over Brook. And John, the mountain gets even higher for Buckeye Trail as they are down 34 to 6 to number one ranked Sandy Valley in uh, that game right there. That game only in the first quarter of play. Yeah, it's definitely seeming like a lot of teams are uh, choosing their playoff paths here when we're checking this out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. That'll do it for the A&B Kia Halftime Show. Coming up, the second half of play, I also have a big surprise for John Hill. I don't know if he knows what's happening, but there will be a big surprise for him here in the second half of play. Like You're listening surprises. to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. At Belmont Savings Bank, we know that our customers get home improvement loans for lots of reasons. For some, it's so they can tackle their dream project, like putting in a new kitchen, bath, or deck. For others, it may be because the whole house air unit needs replaced during the hottest week of the year, or the roof started leaking. Whatever your reason, whether it is a planned project or an unexpected major expense, you can count on Belmont Savings Bank for help with offices in Bel Air, St. Clairsville, Powhatan, and Barnesville. Equal housing lender insured by the FDIC. 
Chafe and Luhana, doing good by doing right. Every day and everything we do. Doing good is giving you your dignity back. Doing right is listening to you and convincing a jury to help you. Doing good is giving back to the community. Doing right is expressing concern for your family and following up with action. Doing good is not giving up on you. Doing good is giving you a voice in the courtroom. Doing right is caring for you after the case is over. If you've been injured in an accident, call Chafin Lohana today at 1-800-233-7000. Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming after my house, my car, I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax. They know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. I can't believe he found them. He seems sorry. We very clearly told him not to look up there. I'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it. Right? What did he balance on that big chair? Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year. I really thought we had hidden them well. If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. 18 to nothing in favor of Edison. The second half, half kickoff rather will be brought to you by your local Domino's. If you're hungry, call your local Domino's to order your hot and fresh pizza, subs, wings, and dessert. Don't forget, you can get that before the end of this game. So the rain is coming down here at Buckeye Local. We have some uh, fan uh, footballs flying into the air uh, out we here, John. Yeah, we can't catch really one because we're right here. And, and I am actually very excited that we are nice and warm and dry here in the convenient food mart press box. Stop by the convenient food mart, the little superstore, for all your tailgating needs. Unfortunately, John, the folks are going to have to wait until Thursday if they want to tailgate for the West Virginia Mountaineers as they will take on the Baylor Bears. And then don't forget about our new high school football chalk talk this year. Corey Klug and I will break down each week's action, have coaching interviews, and much more. Now, please note the time change on this one. Our next show will be next Wednesday. That's Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. on Fox Sports Wheeling, AM 1400, FM 103.9. The reason being the Mountaineer game on Thursday. So you can still tune in on Thursday. You're going to hear the uh, Mountaineers. But if you want to hear me and Corey, make sure you tune in on Wednesday. Is the Power Hour still in the mix? As well? No, it is actually on uh, Fox. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's going on next Tuesday or not. I'll have to check on that. The Wheeling Nailers Power Hour, as John is referring to, as the teams are getting ready to go back on to the field here. Hey, John, are you ready for the second half? Yeah, I am. Good. Call it. All right. I can do that. So there is the surprise there. For uh, John Hill, it is also Keller Commentator Appreciation Night here at World War he II. He makes this up Stadium. every year, folks. I, I do. I do. <laughs> and, and Christmas came a little bit earlier for John this year. Like I said, he has to bail at the end of uh, next week's game. So I want to make sure that he knows he is very much appreciated here, keeping me on my toes all season long. So I am going to turn the play-by-play over to him. All right. Well, it looks like here the Chain Christian and the Buckeye Local Panthers are going to go ahead and head off with this kickoff here. Like 
like Chris had mentioned, the rain is really starting to come down here at World War Memorial 2, or World War II Memorial Stadium. I apologize here, folks. As Shane Christian is lined up here, he's going to go ahead and get the kickoff and get this game started. We got an onside kick here to start, but it looks like it ends up right into the hands of Edison on that one. Buckeye coming out with a little bit of trickery to start here in the second half. Andrew Kinney is going to be the one that's going to pick that up here. So, John, it was the onside kick like you mentioned, but a nice hard onside kick to try to maybe get it to hit off of one of those guys on the receiving side first. Unfortunately, it didn't, and Edison able to jump back on it, and they'll have the ball on the 44-yard line. Yeah, definitely on that one. It looked like he was trying to get it maybe to the chest of one of the Edison players and see if maybe the ball would pop out. So we're going to get to see the Edison offense come back out here, and Anthony Sinecropi is going to come under center in the I-formation Two wide receivers to his right. He's going to go ahead and hand off the ball here to his running back. He's going to get quite a hole here that's going to be Caleb Wagner. Sorry, wasn't able to grab the number there at first. And he's going to get the first down here on the inside. Nice little 12-yard run from him on that one. Ball's going to be up to the Buckeye local 42-yard line. Got a great push from the line on that one. John, uh, they mentioned earlier here the field conditions. The field was looking a little bit rough, so you have to imagine (laughs) with this rain coming in. And I hope you did your workout today because you may have to push the car out here as we are parked in the grass. I did not do my workout, but I'll get it later here. As once again, center crop, he's going to line up in shotgun formation. Looks to get to the outside, gets it to his wide receiver. Another first down. He cuts to the inside. He is down to the 20-yard line. That's going to be number 25, Bryce McFoose on that one who was able to get quite a run there on the little wide receiver screen on that one Chris broke one tackle there on the line of scrimmage now as they will enter the uh, sport your colors red zone sport your colors like them on Facebook follow them on Twitter both at sport your colors and Chris is going to help me out here with some of the uh, ad reads uh tonight so i appreciate that once again center crop he's going to come in under center i formation one wide receiver out to each side he's going to hand it off to the outside here for his running back not much room there for caleb wagner as that's going to be tackled i do believe by charles smith on that one from buckeye local wagner he's a very north to south runner but sometimes he doesn't look like he has a lot of strength down there so he's going to have to hit the weight room a little bit here in the offseason, but once he gets in the open, he is just a speedster out there for the Wildcats. We've seen it a couple of times here tonight for sure from him. And once again, the Edison uh, Edison Wildcats are going to line up in that I formation. Two wide receivers out to the right side of Sinecropi. He lines up under center. He gets it out to Wagner once again. He cuts to the inside, able to get a little bit of room here up to about the 15-yard line, making it a more manageable about third and five here for Edison on this one. Made a very shifty move there at the line of scrimmage. The line was able to get a little bit of a push, but Wagner is the one that really made that play happen as he let it develop out there and made a few nice jukes to make it third down and five. Once again, I just want to thank my uh, parents for listening. Uh, my mom said uh, she appreciates her uh, little shout-out she got this. <laughs> She'd been bugging me for one. So, once again, Center Crappie coming in under the I formation. One wide receiver to each side. He hands it off to his running back once again. He's going to get to the outside. Only one man to beat, and he does. That's going to be a touchdown for Caleb Wagner. That's going to be his second one on the night. Actually, his third one, I apologize. And that's going to be his third touch, third rushing touchdown of the night. And it is now 24-0 to in favor of Edison on that one. 
you know, he made a liar out of me on that, um, you know, because earlier I said, well, you know, he's not the type of guy that's going to break a lot of tackles, but he broke two on that one and Especially was able to dive toward one. the end zone. Yeah, it was a really nice tackle at the end of that one. So Edison getting on the board on their first drive of the second half. And once again, we mentioned here earlier in the game, folks, that Edison does not have a kicker. So it looks like Sinner uh, Crop going to line up in the shotgun formation. Three wide receivers to the left, one wide receiver to his right. He's going to get it out to the running back out of the back, wasn't able to grab it, and it's going to be converted. That's going to be Caleb Wagner. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox. Fox Sports Wheeling. Football fans love a great tailgate party, and if you're the host this season for the big game, let your friends at Convenient Food Mart take care of the food. Featuring all-season long 12-piece chicken dinners or 24 chicken wings for only $19.99. Plus, pick up a sub-express platter for only $34.99. Or pepperoni rolls for only $19.99. Don't forget to pick up all the drinks, snacks, and other tailgate party essentials from CFM Express. Go to visitmyconvenient.net to find your neighborhood location and availability. Convenient Food Mart, your tailgate party headquarters. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed cheese, bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stuff cheesy bread and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. Tough crowd. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twists, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizza, and red bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And Ethan Woods kicks it off here for Edison. A nice kick down to about the 20-yard line. Buckeye is able to return it to about the 43, it looks like here. Maybe the 44 of their own. So it looks like they're going to have very good field position to start this drive. Now, Chris, I think we're going to have to see if Buckeye Local is finally able to maybe start moving the ball here again like they did at the beginning of the first half. And they've been having really good field position on these kick returns as Woods, you know, he's not the strongest kicker down there. So their average field position has been past the 40-yard line. As it looks like Seth Richardson and Charles Smith are going to line up here in the backfield in the shotgun formation. Trips to the left, one wide receiver to the right. It's going to be a screen pass here. He's going to get a little bit of room on the outside, but brought down by about four different Edison defenders on that one. Corbin Westfall with the reception there, not able to turn it too far upfield, but gets positive yardage, and that's what you have to do. Sometimes you just have to chip away the quick screen passes, the quick five-yard out, and they get four yards on this one, second down and six upcoming from the Buckeye Local 48-yard line. We actually saw that on the first drive they had there with 16 plays on that. As it looks like he's going to come out in a shotgun formation, empty set here. He's got four wide receivers out to his right, one wide receiver to his left. He's looking for a open receiver here. Plenty of pressure coming from Edison. Nobody open. Great job on the coverage by Edison on that one. Coming in on the coverage would be number 20, Dakota Clifford for Edison. Also want to give a shout-out there to Zane Dean as he was the one able to get his hand in on that one and knock the ball down, and that's been a battle that we've seen all night. Dean almost had the interception deep in the end zone earlier in the game, but the ball went out of bounds. So Edison with great coverage there, third down and six upcoming, ball on the Buckeye local 48-yard line. It seemed like, Chris, that Edison having a lot of trouble there on the defensive side of the ball, but it seems like everything seems to be cleared up now. Once again, shotgun formation here for Seth Richardson. Three trips to his right. 
and two wide receivers to the left. Had trouble with the snap on that one. He's able to bust loose, and he looks like he's going to get the first down here on that scramper, Chris. And uh, you've got a little bit better spot than I do. Yeah, they're going to definitely give him the first down on that one. It's going to be up to the Edison 46-yard line, and Buckeye Local are going to go with a hurry up here. Yeah, it seems like Buckeye's definitely doing anything they can to stay in this game. 26 to nothing in favor of the Edison Wildcats. Shotgun trips to the left and two wide receivers to the right. Christian looking for somebody to throw to. He's got nobody to throw to. He's able to scamper ahead for about three or four yards, thrown down hard by the Edison defender. That'll be number 14, I do believe, Tyler Griffith with the tackle. I mentioned him in the beginning of the game. Like I said, I mentioned him on offense, but he is also a strong linebacker out there for Edison as Buckeye Local is going to go with a hurry-up once again. Shotgun formation, three wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Christian looking for somebody to throw to. Just throws to the little underneath there. Oh, is he hit hard. That'll be Brian McFoose with the tackle there. Reception made by number 24, Jacob Zarns on that one. Zane's actually Zane, on that I one, apologize. the um, sophomore out there. His mom, one of the uh, cross-country coach, coaches here at Buckeye Local. I've had the pleasure of running a lot of 5Ks with her. She beat me in one. I'm a little bitter about No, I'm not, actually. She is a fantastic lady, and it has been a pleasure getting to know her. So her son getting a reception here in this game. Once again, Richardson's going to come out with trips to the left and one back to his left side and one wide receiver out to the right. And he's going to go ahead and get the snap. Here's Richardson. He's got nobody there, and it's tipped at the line. I do believe that was number seven, Andrew Kenny, with its tip on that one. He's getting congratulated by his teammates here, and it looks like Buckeye Local may be going for it here, Chris. Fourth down and three upcoming. Ball's going to be on the Edison 39-yard line, so you're up a little too far to punt on this one. Like John said, they're going to go for it there. That was actually the second knockdown on the night for Kenny, the six foot one, 200-pound defensive end threw me off there because normally he's listed as a linebacker <laughs> as once again it looks like here that seth Richardson and the buckeye local panthers are going to go for it here trips on the left and two wide receivers to his right as he once again is in that shotgun formation Richardson gets the snap. He's got plenty of pressure on him, but he's got a giant hole to run here, but he's going to be stopped just short by the Edison, Edison tackler. Not able to grab the number on that one, Chris. Were you able to get it? Yeah, Bryce McAfoos in on the stop there, and a huge, huge stop for Edison. 7.06 remaining here in the third quarter of play. The Wildcats hanging on to a 26 to nothing lead. Man, we've called Brian McAfoos' name quite a bit here tonight so far, Chris. Yeah, he has been fa fantastic on both sides of the ball, has a few nice catches on offense, and then comes up with a huge fourth down stop on that one. Chris, it looks like the rain may have chased a couple of our fans away here as it looks like the stands are maybe emptying a little bit here in front of us. Please stop before tomorrow. I have another 5K. <laughs> Not that that surprises anybody that I'm racing again. And Anthony Sinecropi with uh, three trips on the right side and one wide receiver to his left, able to get out on a little screen pass here. He's got plenty of room to run. That's going to be number 10, Ryan Higgs, there for... Edison on that one. Nice little screenplay there from the Edison Wildcats. Ryan Higgs is somebody they've been trying to get the ball to him a little more often uh, throughout the season. He's a great athlete, but once again, Sinecropi, the 10 interceptions on the season, so that has been one thing that's kind of hampered him a little bit on getting the ball to Higgs, but he gets that one and gets a nice nine-yard gain. Looks like we're going to have two wide receivers out to the right. Edison once again in the shotgun formation. One wide receiver to his left. He's going to go ahead and hand off the ball here to 
uh, Wagner, and not much there for him on that one. They're going to give him forward progress up to the 49-yard line. So that's going to be an Edison first down. And, uh, John, I was, you know, I see all these awesome highlights from Anthony Sinecropi running the ball, and I haven't had the pleasure of seeing him uh, break out for a good run here tonight. But might be something his coach told him, hey, kid, we might need (laughs) need to calm down just stay in the pocket tonight. Yeah, and they haven't thrown a whole lot. Most of the uh, carries going to Caleb Wagner. Uh, no surprise there, as he's been another fantastic player there for the Edison offense. And Chris mentions him as he is in the backfield with Sinecropi. Th- trips out to his left. He's got nothing there, but he's got a wide open wide receiver on the far side. That's going to be Andrew Kinney. He is going all the way to the house. That is a touchdown for the Edison Wildcats. We are looking at 32 to nothing in favor of the Edison Wildcats on Anthony Sinecropi's first touchdown pass of the night, this time hitting Andrew Kinney, his 11th of the season, and Edison now has a 32 to nothing lead with 5.50 to go here in the third quarter. 5.50 left to play like Chris had just mentioned, and once we do have a kickoff, we should be under the Ohio Mercy Rule, which is 30 points. So we will see what happens here. See if uh, well, Edison's going to go for two once again. I mean, I, I thought maybe being up the, uh, this much, they might just get elect to kick the ball. As once again, they're going to run that different formation, and they're going to go ahead and get it. That's going to be number 14, Tyler Griffith. It's going to look like it's going to be 34 to nothing in favor of Edison here. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week here on Fox Sports Wheeling. It's that time of year. High school and collegiate sports are here. Wheeling Hospital wishes the best for all athletes. But if injuries occur, from minor to major ones, our sports medicine center is ready to help. We have highly experienced physicians who have treated athletes on the high school, collegiate, and professional levels. And we have the largest team of physical therapists. Call us, 304-243-8630. That's 304-243-8630. Sports Medicine at Wheeling Hospital, the official medical provider of the OVAC. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. This is the Mortis and Mortis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And Kenneth Wood gets the kickoff here. Very good kick down to the 19-yard line. Brian Palmer able to bring it up to about the 38-yard line of Buckeye Local on this one. So once again, good field position for Buckeye Local. And it looks like they're going to go ahead and line up in the shotgun formations. Trips out to the right. Two wide receivers here to our near side. Once again, that'll be Seth Richardson under center. He's going to look for somebody to get the ball out to. Once again, he is just running for his life right now here, Chris, as it looks like Edison is doing a great job in the coverage game as he has not been able to find much here in this second half. In Game 6 of the NLCS, David Game 6 Freeze opens up the game with a home run, and the Dodgers take a one to nothing lead. That stat coming courtesy of Bryce Bauer back in the studio former of Fox Pirate, Sports Wheeling. If I remember correctly, he right? is a former Pirate this year, actually. 
Seth Richardson out once again in the shotgun formation. This one's going to be a designed run as he's going to go up the middle here, get about three yards, making a very manageable third and two here. So as a Pirate fan myself, it's great to see David Freeze excelling here because, you know, the Pirates, you know, they kind of disappoint me sometimes, but it's always great when you can see former Pirates doing big things in big games. And he always does something in a game six in the playoffs, it seems like. If, if, if my memory serves me right, it's game six. Seth Richardson, once again, he's going to have another design run here. It's going to be a QB draw. Get plenty of yards right up the middle here. About a nice six-yard gain here in the first down for Buckeye Local. That first down will bring it into Edison territory at the 46-yard line. Buckeye Local going to stick with that spread formation and the hurry-up offense. Like Chris said, they're starting on that spread formation. Three wide receivers to the left, two to his right, and Seth Richardson in the only one in the shotgun formation. Looking for a wide receiver here. He's got somebody across the middle. That's his favorite target, Shane Christian, but nobody was able to come down with the ball on that one. And Caleb Wagner, I do believe, was on the tip on that one for Edison. Another pass just knocked down there for the uh, Wildcats. Uh, they've had several on the evening here tonight. It will bring up second down and 10, 325 on a running clock here, 34 nothing in favor of Edison. They're actually making fun of our buddy here, uh, Brad, saying he gets to dock and pay once the clock starts <laughs> running with this. So. Yeah, poor Brad <laughs> picking on him over here. Brad and I and John, we've had a lot of fun um with the wheeling nailers when we were down there but now there is going to be a timeout on the field i believe it's just going to be an equipment thing down here yeah, for be, uh, uh, andrew kenny. kenny the guy who just scored the last touchdown for edison and put us on top here for 34 to nothing and we've got another officials timeout it looks like here chris i think we're gonna yeah he does have to yeah i thought he was gonna have to come out on that one is checking in for him is going to be ben uh Kuntz down there for uh, Edison. Looks like it's going to be his first time entering the game as he has quite the white jersey out there as Seth Richardson lines up in the spread formation and he's going to go ahead and get the snap here and he's looking for someone to throw to. Once again, Chris, he's got no options and the Edison line gets him in the backfield for about a nice five-yard loss and what a nice job on the coverage for Edison. Once again, Chris, you can't say enough about their coverage right now. Yeah, and it's, uh, Kuntz, who just came into the game there to replace Kenny, he's the one that gets the sack on that one. Ball's going to be right at midfield. Third down and 14 upcoming now for the Panthers. 2.30 to go on a running clock here in the third quarter. I think Shane O'Brien just tells the kid, hey, you know what? Stay in for the next one, too, while you're at it. And it looks like and we've got a new quarterback here for Buckeye Local. That's going to be Gino Barber here with a two wide receivers to the left, two wide receivers to the right, one running back beside him. Gino Barber gets back in the shotgun formation. He's looking to run. He's got – actually, he's going to stay, and he's going to go for the run now to the outside to about the 40-yard line. Going to be short of the first down here. Man, he had a quick little scamper out there, Chris. Yeah, he really did, and he kind of hesitated uh, once he got to the back to the line of scrimmage. He just needed to keep going on that one. He might had have been a lot of grass get, in front of him. He might have been able to get the first down had he not hesitated there. He got me a little bit as well. As now we're going to go back into that empty set here in the spread offense. Three wide receivers to our near side, two out to the far side. Gino Barber is the quarterback here now for Buckeye Local. He's going to go ahead and get the ball here, Chris. He's looking for somebody to throw to. Nobody to throw to. Gets it off to his wide, his uh, running back on this one. That's going to be number 30, Jack Reese. And that's going to be enough for the first down for Buckeye Local. 34-0 in favor of the Edison Wildcats. 113 left to play here 
in the third quarter. Pat Mirandi has added a 31-yard field goal as Magnolia has extended their lead over Tyler Consolidated 23-7 in that game. 34-0 your score here with one minute to go in the third quarter of play. Gino Barber got four wide receivers out to his left, one to his right. He gets a snap here, Chris. He's looking for somebody to get the ball to. Goes to the outside, tipped in the air, and it's going to be intercepted by number two, I do believe, Noah Woods for Edison. Yeah, okay, I apologize. That's Tyler Shriv that's going to get that interception. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was tough there, yeah. uh, you know, with the tip on that one. If, if you're Buckeye local, you get back in there, and then uh, things just not coming together for the Panthers on that play. And we will have a stoppage of clock here as the ball has been changed of possessions here with 44 seconds left to go. So I think we're going to start seeing some of the uh, Edison Wildcats bringing some of their backups here. And, Chris, you had mentioned earlier Tyler Griffith is now coming into the game here and the quarterback position. Yeah, once again, he is the future down there for the Wildcats. Hands it off to Wagner, and actually he's going to keep it himself out to about and get a nice about a one-yard gain out of that one. And it looks like that might be the final play here of the third quarter. Yeah, it's going to be real tricky there because they like to run that option with him. So he'll sometimes hand the ball off. If he sees the defenders coming, he's going to pull it back at the very last second. And that is what Griffith was able to do on that one as that will wrap up the third quarter of play. 34-0 in favor of Edison. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. At Belmont Savings Bank, we know that our customers get home improvement loans for lots of reasons. For some, it's so they can tackle their dream project, like putting in a new kitchen, bath, or deck. For others, it may be because the whole house air unit needs replaced during the hottest week of the year, or the roof started leaking. Whatever your reason, whether it is a planned project or an unexpected major expense, you can count on Belmont Savings Bank for help with offices in Bel Air, St. Clairsville, Powhatan, and Barnesville. Equal housing lender insured by the FDIC. Auto accidents take only a second to occur, but the effects can last a lifetime. No one wants their future determined by the carelessness of another driver. That's where we come in. At Chafin Lohana, we understand how difficult life can be after your accident. We'll work hard for you to get you the money you deserve. I'm Attorney Ark Chafin. If you've been injured in an accident, call us today at 1-800-233-7000. Chafin Lohana, doing good by doing right. Every day in everything we do. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. And welcome back inside the uh, World War II Memorial Stadium for the start of the first, fourth quarter. And it looks like we got another new QB here for the Edison Monkai. That's going to be number eight, Tyler Shreve. He's going to get it out to his wide receiver out in the flat there. And that's going to be... Number 27, uh, Conrad Gump, that's going to make the catch here for the Edison Wildcats and get the first down here. We are under the Ohio Mercy Rule here to begin the fourth quarter. 34 to nothing in favor of Edison. 11.26 left to play here, so we will have a running clock the majority of this fourth quarter unless Buckaloco is able to put some points on the board. And once again, that's going to be number eight. Tyler Shreve is going to be under center. He's got an eye formation, hands it off to Wagner to get to the outside. Man, does he have some moves. And he gets to a, a nice little six-yard gain out of that one as he headed to the outside on that run. He's going to be knocked out of bounds at the Edison 46-yard line. 
will bring up second down for the Wildcats. The Wildcats leading 34 to nothing in this one. And, uh, you know, John, once again, they have to kind of control their own destiny here at the end. They just have to win the games and then hope the teams in front of them lose. Yeah, it's definitely something that you don't want to put into the uh, hands of your opponents. But if you can win your game, you put yourself in a very good spot here. Once again, Tyler Shreve in the I-formation one wide receiver out to each side. He gives it up to the fullback on that one. Not much room to gain, but he's able to still get about three yards on that one. Wasn't able to pick up the number. We've got a lot of guys subbing in. That's going to be Conrad Gump on that one, on that run. Gump's going to get the ball up to the 49-yard line, so it'll be third down and a long one for the Wildcats right in front of us here. We've got 10.09 left to play here. They're going to continue in that I formation here, Chris. One wide receiver to each side. Shrive going under a center. He's going to go ahead and hand it off once again to Gump, and he's going to get about the three or four yards he needed on that one to get the first down here for the Edison Wildcats. They're going to give him forward progress up to the 48-yard line, so the Wildcats will have the first down once again. Conrad Gump with just a huge uh, push from his line on that one, just followed his blockers to get that first down. Yeah, it seems like here, Chris, that the Edison Wildcats are going to be more than content to just kind of run out this clock here on this game. We've got about 9.30 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Once again, Tyler Shreve is going to line up in the I formation. Two wide receivers to our near side. He's going to hand it off to number 20, Dakota Clifton, who's going to go up the middle here. Get about a nice little six-yard scramper, I'd say, to about the 46-yard line of Buckeye Local on that one. And uh, Clifton was one earlier in the game. He's getting rewarded now, had some big plays on defense, had some big hits on defense. Now he's getting rewarded with a few carries on offense as it will be about second down and six for the Wildcats, leading 34 nothing. Shreve once again coming out in that eye formation they seem to like to use with him. Two wide receivers to our near side. They're going to hand it off once again to Dakota Clifton, and he didn't get much on that one, Chris, as he's going to get about forward progress to about the 44-yard line. Yeah, it'll go to about the 40, between the 40 and 39 on that one, so it'll bring up third down and a long one for the Wildcats. And we're going to see what they come up with here. 8.27 left to play, folks. If you're just joining us, we are under the mercy rule here. 34-0 in favor of Edison over Buckeye Local. Once again, coming out in the I formation, two wide receivers to our near side here. He's going to go ahead and roll out is Shreve. He's going to find a wide receiver wide open in the middle. That's going to be number 27, Conrad Gump. We've called his name quite a few times here at the beginning of this fourth quarter, Chris. He's able to get open out in the middle and get a catch there and a first down for Edison here at the 36-yard uh, line of Buckeye Local. It'll be an I formation again for the Wildcats. As Sorry, they he's trying to help lot. me with my math. I mean, it's working <laughs> out. As once again, Shreve's going to come out in that I formation, hand it off here, and he's going to bounce off the defenders, Dakota Clifton, try to get to the outside. And, man, Chris, he lost a lot of yards on that one as he tried to go to the outside. Ends up to about the back to the 44-yard line here of Edison. Yeah, so a big loss on the play. He was better off just going down on that one. They're actually going to mark him at the 41 so that'll bring up second down and long for the Wildcats. Yeah, sorry, I'm having a little bit of problems here. Yeah, you, you have a lot of problems. <laughs> Let's just go with that. No, I'm just kidding. Or I'm just serious. What am I? I don't know. 
7.05 remaining here in the fourth quarter of play. Edison a 34 to nothing lead. And the Wildcats uh, defense, I don't believe they pitched a shutout yet this year. Yeah, it looks like Edison is going to go ahead and burn as much clock as they can here, Chris. We've got 6.49 on the uh, play on the regular clock. One second now. They called a timeout, I do believe, before they get the false start. Yeah, they are going to call the timeout on that one. We'll take a quick break with them. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation, holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. Mean old car dealer told you no? We tell you yes. Go to ANBAutosales.com. No credit, bad credit, UGLY credit. It doesn't matter. Get ANBAutosales.com. Even if you've been through bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce, late payments, you can get a loan. Newer used cars, trucks, SUVs. ANBAutosales.com. No matter what you've been through, we give you your next chance. Apply now. ANBAutosales.com. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Trees back at the shotgun formation first and across the middle. He's got a wide open receiver. That's going to be Jacob Chris. He runs down the field. Nobody there to catch him. Touchdown, Edison. And it's going to be 40-0 to here with 6.30 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Big uh, pass across the middle on that one for the touchdown. So it'll be a 40 to nothing lead for Edison with 6.30 to go here in the fourth quarter of play. And it looks like we're going to be under that mercy rule as we continue through this game. Even if Buckeye would put up points on this next drive, it's not going to matter for the mercy rule. Once again, Edison's going to go for two. Shreve is going to try to get out to the right side. He finds a wide receiver open in the end zone. That two-point conversion is going to be good. And we're going to go ahead and send it back to another break here. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week here on Fox Sports Wheeling. It's that time of year. High school and collegiate sports are here. Wheeling Hospital wishes the best for all athletes. But if injuries occur, from minor to major ones, our sports medicine center is ready to help. We have highly experienced physicians who have treated athletes on the high school, collegiate, and professional levels. And we have the largest team of physical therapists. Call us, 304-243-8630. That's 304-243-8630. Sports Medicine at Wheeling Hospital, the official medical provider of the OVAC. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed cheesy bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each, and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stuffed cheesy bread and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twists, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizza, and bread bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. This is the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. 
Kenneth Woods once again here with the kickoff. Kicks it off to about the 19-yard line, looking for some room here. I do believe that is Charles Smith. He's able to get it up to about the 35-yard line here of Edison as they're going to start this drive. Our next broadcast will be next Friday, October 26th, as we will bring you Wheeling Central and Shadyside. We'll be live with the Downey and Bauman pregame show at 640 right here on Fox Sports Wheeling. Ball once again on the 35-yard line. If you're Buckeye local, you'd like to see them get some points on the board here and try to take some momentum into the uh, next game as we're going to have a flag here uh, before, actually, well, we had a Buckeye local is going to take the timeout and avoid the penalty on that one as they had too many guys in the huddle with 5.59 remaining here. JM right now, the House of Horrors continuing down there in Morgantown as the Mohegans have a 49-13 lead. And at the half, East Liverpool leading Weir 28-10, John. So the Potters just continuing the roll out there as Derek Carter uh, with two touchdown passes on the night. Carter has been a just a beast out there for East Liverpool this year. Yeah, it looks like here we're going to have, as we go back into our game, Seth Richardson's going to come back in at the quarterback position, and Gino Barber's going to line up as a wide receiver. We got trips here to the near side, two wide receivers out to the far side. As Richardson's going to give it off into the flat here, gets it to the outside, a nice little eight-yard scramper on that one, going to be at about the 43-yard line here of Buckeye Local. That catch was made by number 30, Jack Reese. Jack Reese with the great catch on that. And don't forget the West Virginia Mountaineers will be back in action on Thursday this week against the Baylor Bears. Kickoff will be at 7 p.m. right here on the Ohio Valley's home for West Virginia football, Fox Sports Wheeling. As once again, we're going to line up in the spread formation here. Four wide receivers out to the far side. One wide receiver here to the near side. Richardson in the shotgun formation looking back to get it to somebody. He's going to try to get it to his number one catch wide receiver and that's Shane Christian and nothing doing on that one as he had about four Edison Wildcats in that vicinity. Third down and three of be about one upcoming here uh, for uh, Buckeye Local. I was kind of surprised they went for the long pass on that one. Yeah it seems like a couple of their decisions have been a little bit different here tonight but I think they're trying to get some points here on the board Chris. 447 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Once again, it looks like Seth Richardson's going to be the quarterback here. One wide or three wide receivers to the left, two to the near side now after the movement here. And he's Richardson's going to go ahead and get the snap here. Hands it out to Christian, who's able to get cut out to the inside. Cuts back on the inside, gains quite a bit of yardage on that one to about the 39-yard line now here of Edison. Great little catch there by Richardson. Christian and be able to cut back to the inside and see that hole coming. He's going to get it up to the 40-yard line on that one. Had to tip to the sideline to get a few extra yards, but Buckeye Local back in business in Edison territory. Buckeye Local looking to put some points up on the board here. Seth Richardson once again. He's got four wide receivers out to the right. One here to the near side. The guy on the near side is going to be Christian. He's looking to the outside, able to get it out and it's going to be a nice little pass here for about 12 yards here to about the 25-yard line here of Edison. Wasn't able to grab the number of the receiver, made the catch. We've got quite a few guys coming in and out of the game now here. I believe that was Palmer over there on the far side for Buckeye Local. will be first down and 10 from the Edison 25-yard line. Thank you, for Chris, for the assist on that one. As Richardson's going to come out with four wide receivers here to the near side, one to the far side. Christian looking for somebody to get the ball to. He does to Christian. Christian is going to get hit as soon as he gets the ball, and we're going to end up getting about a nice three-yard 
uh, gain out of that one. Ball will be moved up about to the 21-yard line on that one. Second down and six upcoming. And don't forget, John, I've done some Keller commentating in my career, too. <laughs> I've, just, I've just been a play-by-play guy. Three minutes left to go here in this game. 42 to nothing in favor of the Edison Wildcats. Three wide receivers out to the far side, two to the near side. Once again, Richardson looking for somebody to get the ball to. He gets it out to Jack Reese. Jack Reese is able to cut past a couple defenders here for Edison, able to slip past them here in the rain. And it looks like Edison, or Buckeye Local, for the third time, this game's going to end in to the inside the 10-yard line. And don't forget, folks, they're entering the sports or color red zone, the place you need to go for all your screen printing, embroidery, team apparel, and Letterman Jacket needs. Call sports or colors at 304-277-2777. 2.20 to go here in this game, but Buckeye Local has a first down and goal upcoming from their eight-yard line. But the red zone here tonight has been a house of horrors here for Buckeye Local as they're going to go ahead and I do believe they're going to take a timeout here. Take a timeout here with 2.10 to go. Don't forget the Wheeling Nailers return to action tomorrow night, 7.35 p.m. The Nailers travel to U.S. Bank Arena in Cincinnati in the Queen City to take on the Cyclones on our sister station, Mix 97.3, the Ohio Valley's home for Nailers hockey. John, you going to give me some updates in that game tomorrow? Oh, of course I am. You better. We're planning on it. Yeah, the Queen City, a beautiful I area. Yeah, I made the made the trip there last year. Unfortunately, the Nailers were on the wrong side of a five to two victory for the Cincinnati Cyclones. It was a full house that night for the Cyclones. Seems like every time we play them up there, it's always their teddy bear toss night, their throwback night, everything. I, they're doing something different tomorrow. It's sensory night where yeah, they're supposed to be able to help kids that have uh, autism and whatnot yeah. be able to go to the game a little bit more as we continue in our game. Jack Reese with the handoff here out of the... Oh, what a block! And that is going to be a flag, it looks like, here. And it's not going to be a touchdown here for the Buckeye Local Panthers after that flag, it looks like, here, Chris. I, I mean, it, it looked like a good block. I mean, it didn't look like it came from the back. It looked like it came from the side. Reese was able to get into the end zone. On that one, but it looks like this one is going to be coming back. 156 is left to play here in the fourth quarter, and they are going to be taking Buckeye Local back here. Yeah, so they are going to call it. I, I've never seen that signal yeah, before I've, in my life. So, oh, Okay, it? so yeah. Oh. So it will be brought back to the 20-yard line on that one. So Buckeye Local will have first down and goal from the 20. And uh, Chris, letting uh, Chris, I'm really excited for next week as we continue on here. But the crazy part is, it feels like we were just starting week one a few weeks ago, and now all of a sudden the season's almost over here, Chris. Yeah, not ready for it to end by any means. And it looks like once again Seth Richardson's going to line up under center, and he's going to go here under the I formation, gets it out to the corner to Christian. Christian pushes down. The Edison defender, so this touchdown is not going to count either here, Chris. And he has a few words to say to the Edison defender as well, as there's going to be he a flag be on the play. Here, Chris, he better be careful. Uh oh. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of words being exchanged uh -oh. down there between Shane Christian and the Edison uh, defensive back. Christian is also a senior down there, so you don't want to see him getting thrown out of this game. We have a lot of extracurricular Whoa. activities going on down there. And one of the players is getting thrown out. That's going to be Charles Smith as he is frustrated down there, and he looks like he might be ejected from this game. And once again, Shane Christian as well is heated down there. 
you, yeah, you gotta you gotta calm down down there. You don't want to see any suspensions down there for any of these players. Yeah, it seems like quite a few of the guys here for Buckeye Local just venting their frustrations at this point, coming to a boiling point here against Edison here tonight. 139, and we've got about a whole laundry basket full of yellow flags. Yeah, so there, there is going to be, and there is going to be a couple ejections here as well, John. So we have the pass offensive pass interference, and that's going to be against Richardson for Buckeye Local. So that's going to be the original penalty. And then we have a, I, I know there has been a player ejected in this game, and I believe that's going to be Charles Smith. As the He's official still standing on the sideline as of right now, so we'll see. Yeah, the official threw two flags, and then he also gave him the ejection signal as well. As and Smith, Smith's still having uh, something to say to the official down there on the sideline. As we're going to see here what's going to happen. It's like we said, folks, this game well out of hand, and, vent and frustrations are just coming to a boiling point for Buckeye Local with this officiating crew apparently yeah the coaches right now also starting to get into it a little bit as well so 139 to go here in the game the referee's pointing at the coach now he's ready to toss him so yeah you don't want to see any more suspensions in this game but now they have turned the flag and they have ejected one of the coaches as well so so yeah once again we're going to have another unsportsmanlike penalty Man, and what it looked like was Buckeye Local was about to score here, Chris. Now they're going to be back all the way. Holy cow. They've got them marked at the 35-yard line of Edison. Sad part is, John, this isn't the biggest penalty I've ever seen. It was ironically a few years ago, Buckeye Local against Wheeling Park. They actually got penalized 45 yards on one penalty. Chris, we're going to see here if they even tack on more because that flag came out later, so it may even be further back. Yeah, so the ball is going to be back at the Edison 36-yard line. Chris, I think we're almost at the point where the referees just need to end this ball game, and this is, the, nothing good can come from this at this point. Now, I'm surprised Charles Smith is still on the sideline. I could have sworn that he had been ejected from this and game as well. And there's another flag on Buck. So we're going to move the ball back even further to the 21-yard line now. Okay, Man, so this has just become a mess. <laughs> that is like a hey, 60 Brad, something is penalty. This? Is this about first and 80? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. Uh, <laughs> Brad Mitchell, our uh, scoreboard operator here. Once again, the ball is back at the 21 yard line. This and is something that this broadcaster has never seen before. So, yeah, so we were at 120. Now first we're at the other 20. It looks like here. First down and 70 upcoming. That is a first for me. That is the longest penalty I have ever seen in my life. Wow, and Brad's going to gladly put up a first and 70 here. This is definitely something I've never seen before, and I'm definitely going to go ahead and grab a picture for the <laughs> kind folks at home. We'll tweet it up later for all of you to see. If you don't believe me and Chris, or what is, I think we might have to use your phone here, Chris. I'm not getting very good picture yeah. quality here. But this is a first and 70 here for Buckeye Local. So um, one of the players, like I said, has been ejected from the game and is over here on the sideline. And also and one of the coaches. Smith. Yeah, yeah one, one of the, the coaches. coaches as well. Yeah, a lot, of people, a, lot of people taking, a lot of people taking photos down there on the field right now for Buckeye <laughs> Local. 
and John is cho- is coughing up a lung over here. Sorry, so I I'm partially sick. I, I caught whatever Chris did. And now it looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field as Chris is going to go ahead and try to get the picture. Yeah, I couldn't really get it, so I apologize there, folks. But nonetheless, 125 remaining here in this game, 125 remaining, 42 nothing in favor of Edison, and we apologize for the long delay. We did have some injections. So what happened, to kind of recap there, uh, Shane Christian caught a pass in the end zone. It was offensive pass interference. He had something to say to one of the defenders, got tacked on a penalty, and then we just had multiple unsportsmanlike conduct penalties after that, and we also have had uh, one player ejected as well as a coach, and the player ejected was Charles Smith. So once again, you don't want to see that anymore. Um, you know, he is only a junior, but there will more likely be some suspensions as well. John Shane Christian is also out on the field, and he was the reason that this kind of got started on that last play. Yeah, it's kind of shocking to see your offset formation. Richardson hands it off here to the outside as the runner, and he's going to truck one of the Edison defenders down, and that's going to get the Edison so, or I apologize, the Buckeye local sideline here fired up. I do believe that was Brian Palmer with the truck stick on the Edison defender here. About under a minute to play here as the rain is just now coming down here at World War II Memorial Stadium. Yeah, once again, you just want to see, you know, you want to see cooler heads prevail in this one. You also don't want to see any injuries here on the uh, last few minutes. Second down and 65 upcoming here for Buckeye local. <laughs> Shotgun formation. Richardson tries to get off a deep ball. Intercepted by Edison. That's going to be number eight, Tyler Shreve, who's going to get the ball here. The ball was intended for Shane Christian, who is not happy with himself. And now he's going to have another word with the referee. Man, he is just doing, he's trying to do anything he can to get tossed at this point, it seems like. 39 seconds to go here in this game. Edison is going to take home a 42 to nothing victory as they more than likely will just bring a, it will take a knee down here uh, for this one. So Edison, an impressive victory here tonight. But, John, like you said, the range is coming down hard. And, uh, oh, darn it, I left the uh, umbrella in the car, so I apologize. That's why I'm glad the, the, the fancy equipment we have goes into a nice box that will be all protected. I was going to say, it might get a little moist on the way back there. Oh, you just know one person in our broadcast hates that word. <laughs> 39 seconds to go here in this game as Edison is going to line up in the victory formation here. So the they are going to have to only kneel the ball once here to end this game. Sincropy going to come back in to take this knee. John, unfortunately, that is his only rush of the night. <laughs> and it's going to be so, for negative yeah, yards. Yeah, so it'll go for uh, negative yards on that one. But Edison is going to pull off the victory here tonight, 42 to nothing over Buckeye Local, and you hope Cooler Heads will prevail in the uh, handshake line here. And don't forget, stick around for the post-game show. We'll recap the stats and scoring summary, as well as letting you know scores from around the OVAC. And we'll get you ready for next week's big matchup between Shadyside and Wheeling Central. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Football fans love a great tailgate party, and if you're the host this season for the big game, let your friends at Convenient Food Mart take care of the food. Featuring all-season-long 12-piece chicken dinners or 24 chicken wings for only $19.99. Plus, pick up a sub-express platter for only $34.99. Or pepperoni rolls for only $19.99. Don't forget to pick up all the drinks, snacks, and other tailgate party essentials from CFM Express. Go to visitmyconvenient.net to find your neighborhood location and availability. Convenient Food Mart, your tailgate party headquarters. 
GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance is looking for new talent. We are accepting applications for experienced and inexperienced underground and surface miners, construction, heavy equipment operators, and concrete finishers for local positions. Want to become a miner? Contact us about our new miner classes as well. All positions include competitive wages, benefits, paid vacation holidays, and 401k retirement. Apply today at gmsminerepair.com. That's gmsminerepair.com. At GMS Mine Repair and Maintenance, it's not just a job, it's a career. is the Highlands Post Game Show on Fox Sports Wheeling. And welcome back into the Post Game Show. 42 to nothing, your final in favor of Edison over Buckeye Local. In the second quarter, Griffith got the uh, scoring started. A one-yard run, the two-point conversion was no good, but Edison jumped out to a 6 to nothing lead at 9.58 of the second quarter. Caleb Wagner, his first of three touchdowns on the night from 70 yards out, two-point conversion was no good, and that gave Edison a 12 to nothing lead. In the second quarter at 8.43, Wagner with a one-yard run, two-point conversion was no good, and it was 18 to nothing in favor of Edison at at the half. Wagner would tack on another one just underway in the third quarter, a 16-yard run for his third rushing touchdown of the night. The two-point conversion was good. And then at 5.50 of the third quarter, Kinney, a 41-yard pass from Anthony Sinecropi. Two-point conversion was good, and that gave Edison a 34 to nothing lead. And then Cusick would finish up the scoring on the night from Shreve. Two-point conversion was good, and that's what gave us our final of 42 to nothing in favor of Edison here tonight, John. So Edison keeping the playoff hoops alive now, four and five on the season, but they're going to have that big matchup with three and five Beaver Local next week. I think they just got really fired up at the end of this ball game as well, especially with what happened there at the end with Buckeye Local. They went over to their student section. Having a good old time here is Edison Local. They dove in the mud over on their own sidelines after the victory here. So looks like they're going to go ahead and uh, have a lot of momentum going into this next game here, Chris. So we'll see if Edison's maybe able to sneak into the playoffs. Coming up next, we'll break down the OVAC scores as well as hand out our GMS Mine Repair Player of the Game. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. Get ready for the best four years of your life at West Liberty University where a quality education and hands-on learning awaits you, where $5 million in scholarships and the metro rate makes a quality education possible, where living on campus, joining clubs, cheering for the Hilltoppers, and enjoying our beautiful campus give you the total college experience. It's all here at West Liberty University. Quality, affordable, total college experience. Distracted driving is extremely dangerous. Accidents can happen in a second, and the effects last a lifetime. Keep your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Never text and drive. I'm Attorney Eric Chafin. If you've been injured in an accident, call us today at 1-800-233-7000. You don't even have to leave your home. We'll come to you. Chafin Luhana, doing good by doing right. Every day and everything we do. Welcome to Jimmy John's. Hi, your new nine grain wheat sub is so good. How do you make it? With the highest quality ingredients and love. I mean, we definitely don't sing at lullabies when it's baking. Lullabies are what parents sing to babies. Right. And we don't use a baby carrier to carry the warm, fresh nine grain wheat subs to the cooling racks. I mean, they're not babies. They're for making delicious sandwiches. Okay, I'll take a turkey, Tom. Oh, don't name them. It makes it harder. 
Try our new nine-grain wheat sub, Jimmy John's. We yeah, freak yeah. Experience more of the music you love with iHeartRadio on X1. Give your home a soundtrack with playlists that suit any mood or occasion. Get energized to organize with the house cleaning playlist. Or set a spooky scene with Halloween Radio. Have a dinner guest? Start the party with the Cooking with Friends playlist. The ultimate music experience is here, and your favorite tunes are right at your fingertips. Turn up the volume and set the mood with iHeartRadio and Xfinity X1. This is the Highlands Post Game Show on Fox Sports Wheeling. 42 to nothing. The final score tonight in favor of Edison Magnolia. All over Tyler Consolidated right now, 36 to seven. That game in the fourth quarter of play. Fort Fry leading Shenandoah, 31 to 12. That game also in the fourth quarter of play. Indian Creek hanging on to a 21 to 12 lead in the fourth quarter over Crestview Ferry. Uh, Beating Beaver Local right now by the score of 33-15. to 15. That game just down on Route 7 here. That game also in the fourth quarter of play. Steubenville all over Cardinal O'Hara, 54-18. Toronto uh, trailing United Local, 48-19. That game also in the fourth quarter. Meadowbrook all over Lindsley, 44-20 right now. So a good game for Meadowbrook in that one. John, another big game that we're keeping our eyes on. All tied at 27 between St. Clairsville and South Range as St. Clairsville fell to South Range last season. Doddridge County has a 42 to nothing lead over Valley. That game in the fourth quarter. Tigers Valley all over 140 to 6 in the third quarter. Monroe Central looking for their first win of the season as they are up 7 to 6 on Frontier. That game in the third quarter. Harrison Central leading Lutheran East 24 to 8 in the third quarter. A play Sandy Valley Still all over Buckeye Trail, 47-12 to 12 in the third quarter. East Liverpool, we're trying to battle back, though, but the Potters hanging on to a 28-17 lead. Clay Battelle has a 6-0 lead over Connaughton Valley. That game's still saying it's at the half, so maybe not an update on that one. Cameron uh, leading Bellsville, 56 to nothing. University up 43 to nothing on Preston. Latonia, all these games have been final. Latonia, a 10-7 victory over Wellsville. Wheeling Park all over Princeton, 52 to 20. Barnesville shutting out Caldwell tonight, 37 to nothing. So that more than likely is going to end any playoff hopes there for the Caldwell Redskins. Shadyside picking up a 55 to 6 victory over Bridgeport in that one. So the Tigers staying hot there going into their matchup next week against Wheeling Central. Cambridge pulls the upset tonight over Riverview 25-14. Oakland shutting out East Fairmont 43-0. And the Morgantown Mohegans all over the John Marshall Monarchs by a score of 49-13. RGMS Mine Repair player of the game is Caleb Wagner from Edison. Three rushing touchdowns on the night for Caleb. Well over 100 yards rushing as well. So once again, Caleb Wagner is your player of the game here for the Edison Wildcats as the football team the band and the cheerleaders are actually taking their final lap around the field here. This is a tradition that Buckeye Local has done every year, so taking their final lap around the field to uh, end this season. So a very touching moment out there for the Buckeye Local Panthers. We'll wrap everything up next on the postgame show. You're listening to the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. 
At Belmont Savings Bank, we know that our customers get home improvement loans for lots of reasons. For some, it's so they can tackle their dream project, like putting in a new kitchen, bath, or deck. For others, it may be because the whole house air unit needs replaced during the hottest week of the year, or the roof started leaking. Whatever your reason, whether it is a planned project or an unexpected major expense, you can count on Belmont Savings Bank for help with offices in Bel Air, St. Clairsville, Powhatan, and Barnesville. Equal housing lender insured by the FDIC. Located at 500 County Road 18 in Rayland, Ohio, Dowdy and Bauman Development is a civil contractor specializing in small commercial and residential asphalt paving, pavement repair, seal coating, excavation, stripping, and trucking. Call 740-792-5115 for first-class service on all your blacktop and paving needs or visit their website at dowdyandbauman.com. Once again, that's Dowdy and Bauman Development. 740-792-5115. Mean old car dealer told you no? We tell you yes. Go to ANBAutosales.com. No credit, bad credit, UGLY credit. It doesn't matter. Get approved now at ANBAutosales.com. Even if you've been through bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce, late payments, you can get a loan. Newer used cars, trucks, SUVs. ANBAutosales.com. No matter what you've been through, we give you your next chance. Apply now. ANBAutosales.com. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? Why isn't a burger cheaper when you ask for no onions? I don't want them. So shouldn't you deduct the price of the onions? Right? Otherwise, I'm paying for the onions, but I'm not receiving any onions. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates. Equal housing. Oh, this is the Highlands Post Game Show on Fox Sports Wheeling. 42 to nothing in favor of Edison, the final of tonight's game. So, John, the Wildcats, once again, they still have kind of slim playoff hopes, but it's still alive right now. Four and five on the season. Buckeye Local will fall to 0 and 9 going into their final contest of the season. But Edison, um, can't say much about them. I mean, they just look strong on both sides of the ball. Their Buckeye Local had some things going in the beginning of the game, but then Edison just able to cause the turnovers deep in their own territory. Something that I really uh, just kind of watching what's going on on the field here, Chris. Like we said, this is the final game for some of these seniors here for Buckeye Local. You really got to give it to mm-hmm. the tradition that they do here, and these seniors getting one final moment out on the field and everything like that, so their families and everything can go out on the field and enjoy this time with their sons. So you really got to give it to them. They're all, most of the seniors are out there at the center of the field just probably talking to each other one final time. So uh, we'll go ahead and hand out the GMS High Energy Player of the Game, and I'll let Chris do that. We already did. Oh, I apologize. (laughs) Caleb Wagner with three touchdowns on the night there. Uh, He is our player of the game as the band now is going to take their uh, final lap around the field. So just got a feel for these young men here tonight. They just tried so hard, but uh, just wasn't meant to be here tonight. So hopefully they can pull up a victory here at the end of the season but John let's shift our focus now to next week shady side big winner here tonight against Bridgeport 55 to 6 so sets up the big matchup with Wheeling Central now don't forget Wheeling Central still has to play Portsmouth West tomorrow so but the Maroon Knights the shady side Tigers one point game last year came down to um, a missed extra point on that one and don't forget Anthony Coggins last year 
he was forced to throw the ball and he couldn't do it. He is a much improved passer this year. So Shadyside Wheeling Central next week is going to be another classic chapter to that rivalry. I can't wait for next week, Chris. We're going to be over at one of our favorite stadiums in Shadyside. They really take good care of us over there. And uh, they, it's just going to be a great ball game. I don't know what else you can really say about it. We, you can throw all the superlatives out you want, how great of a ball game it's actually going to be. But, you know, me and Chris are really excited to bring you this game next week, and we hope to be we hope it to live up to the uh, – to the uh, talk that we're giving it right now but i definitely think it will and tune in next week and we're gonna have a great ball game for you special thanks to bryce bauer back in the studio fox sports wheeling keeping us on the air all evening long and don't forget if you're out and about tomorrow ymca family days me and jim connor will be live on the mix 97.3 from the ymca that'll be from 10 a.m to 2 o'clock p.m but once again the ymca family day from 7 a.m to 5 p.m so you can come down hang out have a good time We'll have some giveaways down there. WVU tickets for Thursday night's game against Baylor. So once again, make sure that you stop down at the YMCA tomorrow or you can listen in on the mix 97.3. We want to give you a special thanks for listening in here tonight. John, great job on the uh, play-by-play. Final thoughts on tonight's game. Um, Just a great game by Edison being able to keep their playoff hopes alive and uh, hope the guys from Buckeye Local that are our seniors get to enjoy their final game out here on this stadium. Uh, You know, most of these guys, yeah, they haven't had the results, Chris, but they give all their heart all the time. So give it to these Buckeye Local seniors, and hopefully they had a great time here tonight. They got one more game here to go, but Edison Local uh, gets to control their destiny. That's what I kind of get out of tonight's game, but... uh, um, that's basically all I got for tonight. So, For John Hill, I'm Chris Thoburn. Your final score from World War II Memorial Stadium, Edison 42, Buckeye Local 0. We'll catch you in Shadyside next week. This has been a presentation of iHeartMedia on the Bordis and Bordis High School Football Game of the Week on Fox Sports Wheeling. It's that time of year. High school and collegiate sports are here. Wheeling Hospital wishes the best for all athletes. But if injuries occur, from minor to major ones, our sports medicine center is ready to help. We have highly experienced physicians who have treated athletes on the high school, collegiate, and professional levels. And we have the largest team of physical therapists. Call us, 304-243-8630. That's 304-243-8630. Sports Medicine at Wheeling Hospital, the official medical provider of the OVAC. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed cheesy bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each, and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stuffed cheesy bread and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. Tough crowd. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twists, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizzas, and bread bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limits time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. I'm Jamie Bordas of Bordas & Bordas. One of the things people wonder about us is whether they can afford to hire a law firm that's obtained record results for so many clients. The answer is yes. We take our cases on a contingency fee basis, which means you only pay a percentage of what we collect for you, and if we don't collect money for you, then you don't pay us. We also advance the case expenses out of our pocket so you don't have to reach into yours. It's part of our commitment to helping people when they need it most. Bordis and Bordis, fighting for justice. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? Why isn't a burger cheaper when you ask for no onions? I don't want them. So shouldn't you deduct the price of the onions, right? Otherwise, I'm paying for the onions, but I'm not receiving any onions. 
Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. I can't believe he found them. He seems sorry. We very clearly told him not to look up there. I'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it. Right? What did he balance on that big chair? Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year. I really thought we had hidden them well. If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and N Family Fire. You've been listening to the Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week. games, the top teams, the biggest rivalries, the hard-hitting action. The Bordis and Bordis iHeartRadio High School Football Game of the Week is a presentation of iHeartMedia Wheeling Sports.